With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm 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 hustling. He is the fighting pride of Omaha, Nebraska. He's good at what he do. Hey, Daddy. Undefeated WBO lightweight champion of the world. Hey, Daddy. Boxingboys.com. Taking, you know, any credit away from Errol. He's a great fighter. He's good at what he do. Boxingboys.com. Pair him to Terrence Crawford. There's no comparison. It's a dollar beat. Honest to better fight. Sit back and watch this. I promise you something. I promise you something. Look all that shit you're talking. All that shit you're talking don't mean nothing. I can, I can blow my guns at you, you can blow your guns at me, but at the end of the day, them two brothers got to get in the ring. Hey, Dad, this is Dollar. We've been here before. You try to get there, all right? I can tell you how it is to be undisputed. You can't tell me shit. This is Dollar. Hey, Daddy. Y'all support y'all fighter. Let's come together, make this event a success. Boxingwoods.com. Everything about Terrence Crawford is better than Errol Smith Jr. Boxingwoods.com. Boxingwoods.com. Boxing fans, are you ready? Hey, Daddy. Boxingwoods.com. Boxingwoods.com. Boxing, 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 boxing,
making a business out of it. I'm a champion. I fight everybody every month. All of them, bar none. Theboxingvoice.com. I kept telling he had no punch. He couldn't hit. He's swinging like a sissy. He's missing. Let me see your box. I hadn't started dancing yet. He talks too much. He's ugly. He's pretending I'm the true champion. And they make me the underdog. I'm going to show them all their own. Muhammad Ali didn't have a lot of muscles. He wasn't all that strong. This man's presence. You could hit him where you hit everyone else. But he was not willing to fall. He was not willing to be counted out. I haven't convinced these suckers yet. I destroyed George Foreman. I destroyed Joe Frazier. Because I'm the champion. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. Bam! Last night I cut the light off in the bedroom. Hit the switch was in the bed before the room was dark. I'm a bad man. I told you I'm the real champion. I told you I'm the champion of the world. All of it all. All of our critics call. I'm gonna prove I'm the greatest. I'm gonna prove to you I'm the greatest. We gonna prove to the world I'm the greatest. This is my last fight. I don't want none of you to miss it. No special training, just be at the fight. I'm ready to back up everything I'm saying. I'm through talking. SCS promotion. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Damn, what we got, like 48 hours going on 70-something and we don't kick it? You know, that's what happens when you got a slow week in boxing, even though Friday certainly lived up. So I'm going to leave it open for anybody that wants to talk about this Friday's fights. I plan on having my uh, new new good friend, right? He's going to become my new good friend because I'm going to be giving him that Grade A coverage around here, that TBV love around here. And I'm talking about Lorenzo Medina. Lorenzo Medina showed out. This is his second time now impressing me on those MVP cards. It's over. It's over, man. Uh, I'm going to back this kid. This kid is the fucking truth, and he's 18 years old. That's insane. (laughs) And it's it's like he's been listening to the show. Or at least his parents, because my man got everything going on. He talks shit in the ring. He got power. And then his name is the illest. How you going to call himself the giant killer? I love him. I love him. We got him scheduled for the mall. Salute the MVP promotions. Salute the Ryan Ricky. You got one. I'm super stoked to see this kid come to Vegas and catch him sparring. If you guys haven't caught his fight on the on, on zone, definitely go see that. And Danny gonna be super upset and all you Jared fans because um he's on Jared's ass. Like he wants a piece of Jared. He wants some of Jared. And he talking crazy on uh he talking crazy on uh social media, bro. You know? Um you know Brendan Teller from Brendan Teller from Jessica from Florida, I think is the name of his YouTube channel. And um well that's his Instagram. So Brendan Teller tweeted out something like Jared Anderson is the most overrated heavyweight. So my man Lorenzo comes out of nowhere like Say it louder, say it louder, so they can hear you in the back. And um 
The reason I like that is because there ain't nobody rushing towards Jared. And you can see that this kid is all business. You can see this shit ain't no game. It ain't no fluke. He ain't just calling out to call out. You can tell by the way he fights. You can tell by his machismo. Listen, I don't know if he's Cuban. I don't know if he's Puerto Rican. Because he's like the complexion of Danny. Looks like my old co-host Doomy. But this kid could be a fucking star. I'm telling you right now, Jake need to wake the fuck up and start tweeting about this kid immediately. I mean, he's doing his thing in the heavyweight division, for real. Niggas ain't going to be able to fuck with him. Yeah, they ain't going to be able to fuck with him. He, he punching in combination. He rolling with shots. He comfortable on them ropes. That's where he want to be because he going to set you up with that uppercut left hook or that left hook uppercut. He is crazy. But that ain't even what we're here to talk about. We're here to discuss Steven Espinosa's interview. It's about six days old. Seems that Espinosa's using words like mandatory fighting, big welterweight fighting, I would love the boots fight. So we're here to discuss what's next for Crawford. If he can't get the Earl rematch as the reporter's in the media scrum, presented the questions to Espinoza. If they can't get Earl, then is Jerron Boots and it's a possibility. And according to Espinoza, he loves that fight. But the person that's going to dictate who he fights is obviously going to be Terrence Bud Crawford. But not only that, it's the market. Something I've been telling y'all. But you guys don't want to listen to Ness. You, you want to wait till someone else tells you the same shit Ness told you to then say, oh, yeah, I get it now. But I told you. If I'm Crawford, how the fuck do I get out the bed for five million? You feel me? I just made twenty something million to fight Earl. I don't know what you're talking about. Mandatory who? Jerron what? You don't see the man trying to move up to one sixty eight? Cause cause it's about money now. I'm in a position to make a bag. A fifty, forty, eighty, hundred million dollar bag. That's something that no one you know, it's very few people that can they can make a jackpot that big. So do you waste that on a poor performance versus Jerron, a performance where you're not quite interested? You know, the fact that this author on Boxing 24 would even insinuate that Terrence Crawford is afraid of boots just leads me to believe that he wants to stir the pot. Not that he doesn't know the business because no one's doing it as long as I have and him. It's impossible not to know the fucking business. You know, Crawford is not afraid of Boots. Crawford is afraid of the check that Boots brings. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You heard what I said? I said Crawford ain't afraid of boots. He afraid of the check. The, the, the boots represents in a boots fight. I just made $22 million plus. I'm all over the world. Joe Rogan everywhere. You name it, I'm on it. You want me to fight a mandatory? And I'm out here trying to do super duper fights. 
So I, I don't think it's a question of, is he afraid? I think the author's just doing his job the same way that I am. You know, it's a provocative question. So you do got to ask your audience, see what they believe. I'm also going to have Stephen Breadman Edwards on the show in a bit. Because remember that he predicted that both men would go down. He said, I wouldn't be surprised if both men go down. Obviously, they didn't, and it was Earl that went down. We're going to talk to him a little bit later and get his thoughts. He's another believer of the Boots Ennis fight. He believes it's a 50-50 fight, even though we've seen what Crawford did to Earl. He said it's still a 50-50 fight. And I don't know that I understand that. That's why I reached out immediately. I'm like, Coach, can we get you on, please? Por favor. Please. Nah, for sure. Shout out to Coach Stephen Edwards for joining us here in a bit. But top of the morning to you, champ. How you feeling, bro? Buenos dias, brother. It's a, it's a beautiful day. Kind of gloomy out here in Vegas, though. Yeah, but think about Bro, you know I looked at the weather. We going a whole week without being in the hundreds in fucking August. I heard it turns up tomorrow, though. Not to a hundred. We ain't seen a hundred till I think Saturday. Mm. Um, you know, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Whatever's better for my baby palms. Look, tomorrow, Sunday, bro. We ain't seeing a hundred till Sunday. Tomorrow, the high is. Whatever's better for my baby 86. palms, man. Call your your Mexican uncles with the green thumb and let them know I got a situation and what we need to do. You feel me? If the, if it requires hundred and nine, then that's what we want. It just requires 90s, then we go with that, too. We just want to make sure the baby palms grow up to be tank-like. Yo, you going to be like that old man, like, smoking your blunt in the morning. It's going to be like five I never in the really morning. seen old men smoking blunts and water in the... the, the nah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's going to be you, bro. Like, yeah, my I'm, uncle... I'm cool with that. Let me tell you, my uncle Ed I was telling you about, he'll have a fat-ass stogie, like a big-ass cigar, just hanging out the side of his mouth. And he'll be outside watering his plants, bro. Yeah. Bro, that's going to be you. Bro, right? when you get older, when you get my age, you just want peace and tranquility, baby. That's it. Nah, I You want that. your own little piece of something where the neighbors can't fuck with you, you know? And if they if they close you like me, you want to you wanna grow some shit to lock them out. Nah, for sure, Tim. Look, man. But uh, slow weekend, like you said, we did have some boxing on. But the did zone. you catch the fights though? You fake ass hardcore. No, I did. I did. I saw. You swear the, to God. Yeah, I tuned in. You seen Lorenzo? Uh, no, I didn't see Lorenzo. I Are you sure you? Or you just don't know his name? Maybe if you see him. Nah. Go I'm, to the MVP Most Valuable page. Nah, I didn't even see the MVP card. I saw the. Over, I saw the overtime. Uh, I seen the overtime too. Your man's man. He fucked up my money, man. Word. I What's mean, up with your man, nah, I mean, bro? Uh, first and foremost, no, first no, and, and foremost, straight up and down. He and the foremost, only mo you know, he the only know, motherfucker fucked that up. Nah, you done made three hundred. Nah, who else fucked up? Scooby. What you mean? Oh, he went the distance. Nah, but we picked him one through four. He went to he got the knockout in the six. No, but I'm, we still had Scooby by knockout. You crazy? Remember, I made an all knockout parlay, bro. Would have fucked everything up. I had an all money line parlay, all knockout parlay. And let me just say. Fuck you suggested that. 
I wasn't. I you know. Suge- I wasn't finna do that. You feel me? Nah, you suge- but look, you seen how he was fighting. Yeah. He, you know, the thing is, he was more worried about offense than defense, man. He just like, he was really throwing them shits, though. Like, I swear to God, it felt like his fist was baseballs, the way he was throwing them punches. He wasn't really like traditional. He was like throwing a, a fastball so, at a motherfucker. So, I don't know about these other guys, though, because we did have the, uh, I'm trying to see. Who? So Solomon Dakers got the knockout. Okay, I'm asking you. I mean, it, again, it wouldn't matter. I had everybody money line too. It would have fucked that up. Nah, you didn't. Well, yes, I did. Check the sheet. I'm looking at it, and you had Usyk decision on it too. Yeah, that's this week. Yeah, so I'm I'm saying he if he get the knockout, he would have fucked that up. He ain't knocking nobody out, man. I will say though. I will <coughs> say right. I will <coughs> say. Cause, whatever. Bruh, but let's talk about it because I hated it, but what? I loved it way more than I hated it, and that is the reason that I really the lost my parlay. Yes. yes, me too. The reason we really lost the parlay is because OTX included overtime boxing, we true to a- their name, which means like Javon Campbell, aka Wooder, was gonna have a draw, and they like. In overtime, there is no draws. Yo, I did like that shit, bro. I ain't gonna fucking front. And then Wooda did come out more like, oh shit, I, they gave me another round. I gotta try and win. And he still shit the bed. He still ain't do good enough. He got outboxed that last round. That shit was sad. I watched my money just go down the drain. But that was actually fun. I like that. Fuck a draw, man. Give him another round. Throw the motherfuckers back in there, man. I like that. I hope big time boxing. Yeah, see, that's what Adapts I'm saying. That shit. Bro, that's what I'm telling you, though. That was the big the big parlay. The big parlay for the both of us, because it was what we put the most money on. We would have lost it with uh, Scooby anyway, because it specifically was Scooby 1 through 4. Yeah, okay, but I look at the fucking shit. I seats. am, I am. I'm just saying. I, got, I, I still got an all knockout yes, parlay. Yes, what I'm saying is what you have the most money on and what you would have made the most money on we would have lost anyway. But Danny, don't you get that my knockoffs parlay would have at least took me in the green for my other bets? Because I don't bet like you. I just don't. You feel like, like you bet more than me. So so man. I had I had a $5 man. bet here, another five here, let's say two, two, two. So and then one the of ten. those, I had a 10? Yeah, that's that's the that's the big one. That's the one I was telling you. I'm gonna pull up. I'm still smoking this hard. No, thing. no, no. You good, bro? You but, good? Um, look, you good? I lost the UFC parlay also, motherfucking. Uh, damn, you ain't pick up. You ain't picked the dude Ryan want to beat up. You the one that called out Tank? Yeah, Sean O'Malley. I, <laughs> but Yo, and, who and, is that guy? And let me tell you, I fuck with Sugar Sean. Like as a as a casual UFC fan, us. I've been fucking with him, but. <coughs> but Who is that dude, <coughs> He hit mad press. Bro, no, I mean, <coughs> I mean, the dude, the dude is, is like the best. Uh, he, he got, one, a, he he got one, a right hand knockout. He, he one of the best when it come to marketing, bro. Like, you know what he posted yesterday morning? The fight was Saturday night. You know what he posted yesterday morning? <coughs> Himself getting some hair with the, with the sun rising. And he said, Sunday... Sucky sunrise. 
like the dude is crazy. Like, you know, he just know how to sell. He knows how to market himself. Uh, I just felt that Al Jermaine Sterling was going to pull it off. And on top of that, bro, I went to my trusted sources. Like, I went to my UFC guys. I went to my UFC guys. I got and two. they lied to you. No, 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 they didn't. I mean, I got two guys, and they bet way more than me. Way more than me when it comes to UFC. And they both had Al Jermaine by submission. So I'm like, cool, I'm not tripping. I'm going to go ahead place that bet and uh you know I thought I thought Aljo probably won the first round it was it was close and then the second you know it was nasty um I felt it could have continued but it probably wasn't far from ending anyway um but yeah man called out Tank let's see man Tank ain't fighting that dude <laughs> that dude looked weird he looked too weird to get a fight with Tank it's crazy that Ryan is entertaining him cause that's who making him famous I never heard of that dude so Ryan I didn't even know he was fighting. Like I only know he, I only know him because Ryan says some shit. Let me see. His and then after that, all of a sudden you Google his name and then he calling out Tank for like the last week. I don't know what he had before his fight, but he's at three point four million right now. How big is he in the UFC? Like, is it a big? I mean, he just became champion. Saturday All right, but that, I mean, you know, we got a million champions in boxing. How big is it if Tank fought him? Uh, I mean, he's their 135-pound champ, and yeah, I mean, he's probably the most marketable around that weight right now in the UFC. You know, he's probably the most marketable. Um, yeah, I mean, the motherfucker just... I don't know, bro. He's just different. Like, he knows how to talk. He always has, like, he'll be mid-fight. He'll be, like, mid-fight and pretend like he's dribbling a basketball through his through his legs and shit. Like, you so know. He's an entertainer. Yeah, no, he's, he. you know, he likes to party. You know, he likes to smoke weed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, this actually, he posted this pretty cool video Sunday morning. Um, of himself like smoking a joint and telling himself, "I'm gonna just send it to you because that way we can screen share." But yeah, champ, I think it'd be a huge fight. Personally, I'm not like the diehard guy, so maybe there may be somebody out there that would be a bigger fight. You know, like I just I don't know. I think Sugar Sean would be probably the biggest. Mm. Well, let me play some of these audios here so you know exactly what it is that we're talking about, what we discussing. That way you guys could call in and give us your thoughts. This is Showtime Executive Steven Espinosa. You know, some of it is going to be dictated by the market, you know, and, you know, if, if Crawford thinks that there's a, it's a bigger pay-per-view fight with, with, uh, with Charlo, then, you know, probably go that way. Um, you know, it's sort of what, part of it is it's sort of his judgment of what will sell the most, you know, in terms of pay-per-view, because that's really going to determine his payday. Um, but the same... Now, I just want to say, you see what he said there, is like part of it is his judgment to determine on what he feels is going to sell the most. He, in this equation, is Crawford. Why? Because he's the one in the fucking driver's seat. 
And he's the one that got to take the risk to go on pay-per-view. So if they like, yeah, no, we backing you, man. We're going to put whatever you want to do, we're going to put it on pay-per-view. It's on you. And now it's business time because you're like, oh, I is on me. And, you know, obviously I like the back end. That was, that was nice. That felt nice. So I want to make some more back end money. And it's like, damn, do we go with Boots? Does he bring the back end money? Does he bring the popularity necessary, you know, for a big fight like this? I don't know. I don't know. But that is what we're talking about. Time. Look, he, he is the undisputed champion. There are mandatories. You know, the IBF does have, you know, mandatory coming up. You know, there are others that have mandatories coming up. You know, the WBA, whether, you know, Stan Yonis. I don't even like this talk. You feel me? You can tell that he trying to spin. Like, how he going to say there are mandatories, the IBF? But, bro, you know who got the belt? So you still talking about boots, but you don't really want to say it. I'm kind of I'm kind of getting the feeling that is what he wants. You know, but he doesn't want to push it on Crawford. This is in line, or the IBF, you know, if Boots is in line. You know, that's what those mandatories are there for, is to make sure that, you know, guys like Boots get their shot. I just hope that means that Showtime and Espinosa are willing to pay to broadcast Crawford defending his belts versus his mandatory, you know? Or is that mandatory... Only boots. Does the Stanonius get a Showtime Championship Boxing Crawford uh, fight, or is that a pay-per-view mandatory, or both of these pay-per-view mandatory? I, I, I don't know if it was in this clip or the other one, but in one of the clips, Stephen made it um, clear that he hasn't spoke to Crawford of the team. Mm -hmm. you know? So I think once he does... Uh, Why do you think that is, though? I mean, it's August 21st, bro. We're eight days, nine days out from a fucking month. How do you not talk to the dude that, that kicked your champion's ass and became the new fucking hero of Showtime? Like, I don't, I don't get it. How do you not talk to him or the team? Cool. The champ needs a vacation. How you ain't talking to the team? Look, man, I mean, I, that's the first question I need yeah, you to ask when know. you go talk to Bo Mack and them today. Like, do they find it well, strange? They, they, they gone. They left? Yeah. Ain't one of them supposed to stay? Like, if not everybody leaves at the same time, no? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, Coach Isu stayed. Ask his ass. I mean, that shit don't make no sense. 30 days almost? Yeah, I mean, shit. Send me some flowers or something. What the they fuck? Got, yeah, they got a week still. You know, the 29th, right? Or oh, the shit. So so now 30 days is the is the standard? Because that should be the fucking... The, that's the... That should be the, like, the, the the cutoff. Like, damn, you let 30 days go by, you ain't say congratulations? Nah, I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure there's been congratulations in place, but I think there's a time and place to... Talk start, business? Yeah, and it's like... You know, if I mean, that's what I said. The champ could go on vacation. You could talk to Bo Mack, the the manager, but I get what you're saying. So look, I, I think you know that's that's one tool. I think Boots can look to one tool. Just 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 peep the the, the the vocabulary. One tool. So he feels Boots need may need you know to enforce the mandatory in order to get that fight, and that's why I feel like he called it a tool. Ford. You know, enforcing the mandatories or not getting him a, a title shot against somebody else.
he said enforcing the mandatory. But there's also this other clip that I want to play. Same same video, different timestamp. Uh, salute to obviously Fight Hype for always being available to catch those moments necessary. But this is the next clip. I, I don't know where Crawford is in his career, you know, whether he wants one more fight, two more fights, three more fights. Um, you know. Again, I find that strange. I, I just don't think Bob Arum, you know, Todd DeBuff, nobody. I don't think Eddie, Frank Smith, I don't even think Lou. I know for a fact Lou would have been already congratulated and presented something. I mean, Present, I, I mean, just think of the timeline I with Devin Haney. How, how quick was it when we heard I mean, 25% I mean, Arnold offer? You know, we heard that I mean, immediately. We heard those things immediately. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm over I'm reaching here, maybe. I don't wanna say too much, but uh I mean there's examples you just listed that's that's pretty that's not a hundred percent accurate. So it's like I'm not surprised that there hasn't been you know, a sit down. I think that first and foremost, you got to realize Earl's the one implementing the rematch. So, uh, as much as Bud is the A side and in control, what's next is kind of not kind of what's next is in Earl's hands. He's been but he's been on vacation, and I get that. But 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 Espinosa, as an executive, still could say, "Hey, Crawford, let's have this conversation with you and your team in case you Earl." doesn't enforce his rematch, here are the options we're laying out for you. You know? I'm just saying. Stay in the gym, champ. I don't like this fishy business. A month? Nine, nine days short? Eight days short of a month? That seems like a long time. Especially when, quote-unquote, they got 30 days to enforce the rematch on paper. Quote-unquote, they got until December to get it done. She gonna take 30 days just to talk to me i don't know sound yeah, funny no nah, i think you thinking a bit much into it bro mm -hmm. you know i think he's been pretty clear it seems like the thing that incites him most is is the possibility of maybe a charlo fight down the line uh, now you know this is an old interview even though it's six days that's considered old in in boxing right because it's like in this sentence he says I think that the thing that excites Crawford the most is the Charlo fight when, you know, as Crawford said, I'm shifting gears. I'm shifting gears. So I don't know that it's the well, Charlo he, fight I'm anymore. Sure, I'm pretty sure he mentions that. In, what? In this clip. Okay, shut me up. Um, if he's willing to wait to see what happens with Canelo and how that plays out. Um, you know, I love the Boots fight. I think it's it's the best fight that can be made in the welterweight division. Um, you know, that, you know. Is that the best fight that could be made in the welterweight division? In terms of competitiveness, it's obvious, right? In terms right? of competitiveness. Yeah, in terms of competitiveness, but, uh, I don't think there's another 147-pounder. In, in terms of marketability, I feel like we all know. What's the biggest fight at 47? Oh, now they coming around the corner smelling that Thurman shit, huh? Who else? <laughs> El Javante Davis. Ooh. 
That is true. I mean, mar- like marketable. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But he would have to come up. He ain't coming up, man. No, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. He ain't coming up, man. I mean, that's fucked up, man. I wish he would, because Crawford already announced that he would. That would make it wonderful. But getting back to this very good fight hype interview, shout out to Ben Thompson and everybody over there. Don't toss up. You know, you put Thurman, Boots, and Crawford in the mix. Any two of those three guys is a, you know, is a, is a top-tier fight. Uh, but I would say... I mean, he ain't lying. Because he used the phrase top-tier fight. So Thurman still is considered top-tier. You know? Absolutely. There's probably... Look, I haven't spoken to Crawford about it or his team. You know, just look, look at what he's been saying publicly. It seems pretty clear. I would say that his preference probably is Charlo. Um, and then, you know, if that can't happen, then a big fight at 147. Yeah, big fight being being uh tank like Danny said. But I wouldn't mind the boots fight, man. Get that man his shot. Um be the man that you was, right? Like let's be real. You know, Crawford was fighting all his mandatories, man. Might as well do that now that there's one the public actually cares about. But I also get trying to build that up so that commercially it's a little a little bit more lucrative maybe where do you think the best location for that is is it as simple as oh it's a big fight in order for people to believe it's a big fight it has to be here in las vegas or do we look for a place where they can genuinely pack the house boots and crawford boots and crawford Mm. right it's hard right because it's like you 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 just made it to the big stage. Do you walk away from Las Vegas if you're Crawford? But he did want to fight in his hometown. Is this the fight to bring to his hometown? And would Boots agree to that? Oh, you, he he has to. He has to. What like truly? What leverage does he have to not agree to that? I mean, he's the mandatory. They could go to purse bid. Okay, and Bud could win it. And then Bud could still go to the sanctioning bodies. Like, here's my last three purses. You know, I'm shitting on his last three purses. Damn. Right? Give me a bigger, bigger split. 80 20, like, 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 fear. I mean, maybe 85 15. You never know. Right? And then still go to fucking Nebraska. Right? Like, still go to Nebraska. Steven said it. Marketability is going to have to matter. So, you know. Al ain't going to overdo it, trying to not go there. They're going to side with the guy that just did, you know, the sixth highest gate in, 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 in boxing history. If not, though, I think New York. I think New York is a great option. Bud's fought a lot in New York. He's had some great fights in New York. New York is up the street from Philly. I think New York is another great option. You know, but more taxes you got to pay out there, so less money you make. So, I wouldn't mind it in Omaha at all. Let me check the capacity on something. Because the thing is... What is the thing? That Omaha doesn't have too many big venues. I mean, but you're expecting more... Than his normal twelve to fifteen thousand, they've been able to house that. 
They've been able to do that. I mean, I feel like they've been able to do that because they can't do more. Oh. So there's one venue they can do more in, but it would it would take it would have to be an outdoors fight first and foremost, and uh, it would you know it would take some unique setup because Omaha is home to the Charles Schwab Field, which is home to the College World Series. So we've seen uh, boxing fights take place in baseball stadiums before. It wouldn't be nothing new there, but I do think that uh, how many how many that holds twenty four plus the floor in a baseball field. In so we need a specific stadium. date though now. Well, yeah. So that's what remember I'm that we're trying to get this mandatory out the way to be available for Canelo Charlo winner in May. Oh yes. So if we're gonna stay busy, nah, it ain't happening because December. Nah, I mean it's gonna be cold as shit in Omaha in December. So they don't got no. Closed field, not baseball, not, just not in just Omaha. A, anything with a dome. Not in Omaha. Mm. I mean, you got the arena he been fighting in, but again, I think that he has outgrown that. I think that, yeah, I mean, this holds seventeen, but I think he's outgrown that venue. You know, so uh, let me see what the Nebraska, because that's Lincoln. Let me see what that hold. Where's the pa- what, Didn't you say he's a Green Bay fan? Yeah. That's too far for him? Uh, it don't make sense. And What's that other town with Iowa? With the, nobody in his surrounding cities have a, a, a team? Not even a basketball team? That's what I'm saying, though. They all small. Like Damn. The arena in his So it gotta be Vegas, bro. Enough the, said. The arena in his city holds 17. The arena in Lincoln, which is newer, but that only holds 16. So is and then it's like anything outdoors that is bigger. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be too cold. Mm. Like he has if he fighting outdoors in Nebraska, it would have to be like in the summertime. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's never been my thing anyway, right? Like, I don't know anything about that side of the state. And I certainly don't know anything about um, the football stadium. Other sports to know what stadiums we can use. The football stadium holds over 85,000. Yo. You know, because it, it ain't big enough for its own show. I mean, it is because it's tank, but whatever. Since you brought a football stadium, you know there's rumors that he's going to fight in the Raiders stadium. You been hearing anything? Nah. Yeah. What? Against or, who? I don't know. I don't know. I think someone interviewed that dude from the Raiders. And... uh and he kind of yeah, and he kind of insinuated <clears throat> that there's gonna be something big end of the year, and then someone asked Tank or Tank's team, and they insinuated they wanted a stadium fight or some shit like that. It's all over the internet. Mm. But that'll be good, man, because we was begging for that with the Ryan fight. I would be highly upset. And happy though, right? It would be bittersweet if 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 Tank finally gets this fucking Raiders stadium, but then it's not with Ryan. It's like, what the fuck was y'all thinking? <laughs> and guess what? 
He gonna have to do real good. You know my girl Gato G did eighty thousand in there. How they even do that? I thought that shit only holds sixty seven. Motherfuckers must have been like hanging off the rafters or something with bungee cords. I, I, I thought it was only sixty seven. You said when we looked it up for tanking them. Yeah, who, where'd you get eighty thousand? A lot of people. A lot of people. I'm about to Google Gato G at eighty thousand. But if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility with the show. We're also taking callers. The number to call, 1425-569-5241. Press one one time. Yep. So five days ago, she shattered stadium records in Levi with 45,000 fans. I ain't see shit for 80. Internet be lying. See why you got to Google? Even though the Google is the internet. But I mean, uh, social media be lying. I will say, though. It's I not- feel like one of those sites, though. You know them, you know them, them sites yeah. that... Do music and hip hop and all that shit. Maybe uh Let me put Raider Stadium. Fuck that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe what? With the floor, but that still seems like a lot. Allegiance, here we go. That still seems like a lot. This don't have the ten wait. Uh, captivated more than 90,000 fans, bruh. Tell them step it up. This tour, let me see, but let me see if that's just in one location. The announcement arrived in a couple of weeks after thousands. La la la. Uh, back-to-back shows at the Hirium. Oh, that's in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I was going to say. That's in Puerto Rico. Like, that one, I believe, even less. You saying 80 in a venue that supposedly holds 67. 67 yeah. It's like, uh, maybe with the four... I don't know. You get what I'm saying? But, like, not yeah. I mean, regardless. Uh, well, it did look, say she was hey, going to be in Allegiance, but why we ain't got no uh, attendance for Allegiance then? I mean, they usually don't announce attendance till like, later. Didn't the show just happen? No, I'm talking about, yeah, usually for music tours, I've, I've seen attendances, like, at the end of the tours when they... They've given attendances and shit because they'll give like, oh, this person did however many million or however many hundred thousand, you know, however many people. That's crazy. That's crazy, though, that she did 90 in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico need a fighter. God damn, she doing 90. Sheesh. They need well, she, she Colombia, Berlanga. Right? Berlanga needs that, 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 that Canelo fight in Puerto Rico. That would be amazing. She, she Colombian, right? Yeah. Is there a stadium that could hold? I I didn't even know they could hold ninety thousand in fucking Puerto Rico. Well, no, that's I mean, music is easy, bro. I could find an open field, set up a stage, and you know, um, and and make shit shake. But shout out to her nonetheless. I wonder who they are, who they would even put in there with them. Like, man, Deja need to get walked out by Carol G. Except they like cultural 
differences. She yeah. don't be able to vibe with her. Yeah. But, but, don't, but like, I think Carol G got a song with Beyonce, don't she? I'd be thrown off. I ain't gonna, I'm sure you she a hater. Nah, a hater. I'd be thrown off. Bro, we looking be... for commercial crossover ability. I made that up. We going out to these callers. Danny already hating on Shadeza. You seen oh, it? You seen Shadeza and Carissa? Seen the back and forth, yes. Shout out to Jake. <laughs> shout out to no, nah, shout out to Shout Mike. out to Clarissa. Shout out to Clarissa. You gotta, you gotta look. Clarissa's doing technically what Crawford's not. To, Clarissa's running to the bully. She's running to the bully. She's running to and what did Shadeja call herself? The boots Ennis of the women's division. And who's running to her? The Gwoat. That's amazing. You got to back the quote. Even if you think it's annoying. Even yeah, if you I don't think- give a fuck what you say, champ. I'd rather run to the winner of of, of, of Charlo Canelo than run to the to, to Boots. I hear you. But Julian Williams was Boots. And people thought Charlo, Jamal Charlo, was ducking Julian Williams. And he was forced to fight him because of public perception. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't think the public perception that bad on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck you, mean like it might not be bro, as bad. Like, bro, 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 like the 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 thought of any combination of Bud Crawford but, versus Jamel Charlo, but Bud let me Crawford ask you, versus Canelo. Let me Alvarez, ask you a question before we argue, right? Because I'm maybe not, maybe it's about argue. timing. Are you saying that you don't think Bud can fit in a boots fight by December? And still fight winner of Charlo in May? You think that's too much because he's got to gain the weight, right? Nah, I think that's too much because he fighting at 54 next. I feel like he's made it clear that he's staying at 47 for one name. I I genuinely believe he cannot. I feel like but he, again, I'm not going to say he cannot. Espinosa ain't talked to him yet. How you know that he going to walk away from what's being offered? We don't know. We assuming... And I'm assuming, I'm saying, I'm assuming, and I'm almost betting that there isn't enough money in the boots fight for Crawford to take it, but we don't know what Espinosa's willing to offer Crawford to take that boots fight that he, quote-unquote, said in this interview, I love the boots fight. Well, what I do know is that he has one more fight with Showtime, so he can't do shit till we figure out what... What Earl is doing, but yeah, bro. Bro, this is obviously working off the assumption that Earl is not next. Because we, we're, we're hypothetically speaking of Boots fighting Crawford in December to be free for May with Canelo Charlo winner. Yeah, I mean, you, so then at that point, you ask yourself, what's the better fight for, 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 for Terrence Crawford at that point? If he truly intends to fight the winner of Charlo Canelo... I think he'd be doing himself a disservice by making weight again. By making forty-seven again. If anything, shit. If it's not Spence next at fifty-four, motherfucker, try to find the biggest fight between fifty-four and sixty. Whether that be Zoo, whether that be probably it'd be Zoo. You feel me? But uh, try to fight, find the next biggest fight uh, at at a higher weight class, whether it be fifty-four or sixty. Nobody at 60 is really jumping out to me, unfortunately. See, Floyd Floyd was so established that when Thurman wanted that shot, 
Floyd wasn't in the position that, 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 that Crawford is in. Crawford is in this position where it's like, bro, I just got here. I need to make the biggest fights possible. Absolutely. Floyd was the big fight, so he could have fought Thurman. I get if I get if Crawford doesn't want to fight Boots because he wants to make more money. You know what I'm saying? He's not in the position that Floyd was in when he was driving. Um, phone lines are open though. You know the number to call one. Four- 425-569-5241. Y'all see the number top of the screen. X Spaces Discord available as well to voice your opinion. Let yep, us know yep. what y'all think. Yup, yup. All right, so let's do this. Oh, I got like three five-star reviews to read. And those are super duper appreciated. Let me find those. I'll keep it moving. Find those. Come back and do that. So we are going to go to callers. Get ready. Make sure to press 1 if you are uh, on the landline and make sure to request if you are on Twitter Spaces. Yep. Bro, aren't you excited? Uh, about? It's the first week of college football, bro. Oh, you a fucking hater. Coach, let me send you the link. Let me send you the link, all right? Yep. I'll send it to you now. All right, so there goes the callers. We about to get Mr. Edwards on. Shout out to Coach Brad, man. I, I, you know, he was halfway right with the uh, prediction, right? He was like, um, both guys go down. May go down. May go down. You a hater, bro? Why? Cause, man. Cause what? I'm about to smoke before you hit me up. Cuz, yo, you know college football is where it's at, huh? Word? Word. Who's playing? You know, my, my Notre Dame fighting Irish. They playing in Ireland, bro. Mm. In Dublin. Mm. Cheapest ticket was $350. Mm. They got 90,000 people. Let me ask you something. Is uh, Rudy still playing for them? <laughs> is he like the coach now? You funny as hell. That's that's damn near how I became a fan, truth be told. I watched that movie, and and I'm like, damn. Because in the movie, I don't know about it in real life, but so, in, in the so movie. So the dude that turned in the movie, so many people in the fans is not even part of the, 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 the franchise no more. They don't even got him working the hallways or can, nothing. Can I ask you something? Yeah. When you was a little boy, mm-hmm. like, what's the what's the first big fight you remember watching with your dad? Oh, man, it had to be a Tyson fight. Is he still fighting? He's still associated with the sport, though. He's an ambassador of the sport. Bro, but... Okay. He's one. Of, he's still one so, of the biggest figures so, in the sport. But, okay. Rudy's, like, gone and forgotten. I mean, Rudy is probably... First and foremost, Rudy was never on Mike Tyson's level. You get what I'm saying? Of course not. He got one movie. Mike got, like, three. Nah, um, Mike was actually good at what he did. Rudy was not. Rudy was a story of perseverance and being able to accomplish something. Hard work. Hard work. You get Just what like I'm Floyd. Dedication. So, he was hard working and dedicated to so his craft. Let me tell you and what, he did let, enough to make it. Let me tell you what Rudy was able to do. Rudy was able to um, Is this a, a Rudy show? Attract kids show? like me. I saw the movie and I'm like, damn, that's dope. Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's the only school in the country to have a contract with the NBC. So 
unlike other schools, one week it might be on this channel, the next it might be on this channel. You know, every week NBC to watch Notre Dame. So it's and that like, was probably because of Rudy. Uh, nah, I mean it's been a historic school before Rudy. Um, but yeah, champ. So you know, they I, ain't never had a movie before Rudy. Have they ever? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's like a Notre Dame Disney movie. Before Rudy, nobody even knew Notre Dame because all we cared about was the Georgetown dog. It's not true. Look, the uh, Georgetown the, Bulldog. The, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Been, what? Been a movie since 19. <coughs> that ain't got nothing to do with with football. Oh, uh, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> So why I got Notre Dame in it then? What? <laughs> why would it have Notre Dame? I mean, it might have not had a movie before it, champ. I don't know, what, like, what the fuck you trying to say? I'm just saying. Uh, I'm trying to say iconic Rudy got that bum ass team a movie, <laughs> and he ain't even part of the coaching or the managerial staff. Nothing. Like, dudes like me... Is Tyson a coach? You're not listening, man. Is Tyson a coach? Again, Tyson is an ambassador of the fucking sport. Like, dudes like me only know Notre Dame exists because of Rudy. And they ain't get that dude nothing but a plaque and a name on a hallway. Yo, what is the dude? That's all he wanted. Like, what the fuck? Joe Montana. Fuck Joe Montana. What the fuck? Nah, he was fire. It was that the Niners, right? Yeah, nah, I mean... Pretty sure Joe Montana's like top five most winning quarterback. Hmm. Word. Damn, coach, what's up? We might have to get to these callers, man. He gonna hit us up right when we go to a call. They saying Hunchback was from the Notre Dame Cathedral in France. What in the fuck? Said my audio's low, man. What about now, bro? I was trying not to be all yelly yelly. But let's get to these calls. We got Cliff in Connecticut. That's right. Cliff, what up, he though? He said Ness acting like boxing is as popular as college football. What? College what? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nobody care about no college football. That shit out of here. Cliff. In Connecticut. We're going to keep it moving. College football on the day of the week, though. Stop we got Al in the Bay. Al in the Bay. Al? You? All right. You said it. Saved by the bell. You did say it as soon as we get uh try to get somebody on. Yes, sir. Coach, how are you? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Loud and clear, loud and clear. Thank you for taking out the time to jump on the show. Uh, Man, so you coming from a funeral? You sure you up for this? No, I'm good. It was just a, a friend of mine. I, I just was just uh, uh signing the book uh for their for their mom you know what i mean i didn't uh really like go i just went to the viewing part and uh just to show my respects i'm heading down to the gym right now to uh get the work okay okay so obviously before the big fight with um crawford and 
Earl Spence, you had did an interview that was, uh, I believe, on boxing scene, but it was it was a, a video interview that you did probably at a fight or something. They used the quotes, and you said you wouldn't be surprised. I'm paraphrasing that you wouldn't be surprised if both men went down. You were partially correct there, uh, but were you surprised at the overall outcome and and even the fight itself, the way that it played out? Um. I thought that Crawford was the puncher in the fight, so I, I wasn't surprised uh, um, that uh, that that he was able to knock Earl down. The uh, the thing that surprised me was the um, the overall dominance of the performance. Um, that was a little bit surprising. Um, Crawford was like in the zone that night. You know, he was um, he put on a masterful performance. Um, so that kind of uh, that's that's the, that, that surprised me a little bit, you know, to see a guy, um, you know, be at his best when his best is needed, when the lights are shining the most, and to come up with that kind of performance, um, you know, where people was criticizing his legacy and his resume, and just to put that kind of performance together to kind of shut everybody up, that was um, that was some special stuff. So um, that surprised me a little bit. Now, I also... Uh, watched an interview this morning where you said even though Crawford looked as good as he did, the Jerron Boots Ennis fight is still a 50-50 fight. Um, can you elaborate a little bit on why you believe that fight is 50-50? Because every fight is different. Um, um, every time you get in the ring is different. Uh Crawford, I got all the respect in the world for him. I think he's a Hall of Famer and a great, great fighter. I've always said that even before the Spence fight, I didn't understand why people were so hard on him. Um, you know, um, he's 18 and no in title fights, you know, through three weight divisions. So, uh, you know, even if the guys aren't A-plus superstars that he's fighting, just to beat that, that many solid, even B-level guys, is, uh, is not easy. People get upset in boxing. You know, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of it. Um, George King Bosas is not like a special, special fighter. Teofimo Lopez is a special fighter. He's proven it. But George King Bosas was having a great day. Teofimo Lopez, whatever trouble he was having, uh, they get in the ring. Lopez loses. Things can happen in boxing. So people people just take that for granted that every day is not your best day. Uh, but Jerron Boots Ennis, I think he's also a special talent. Uh, I think that, you know, with his reflexes, his ability to switch, um, his overall athleticism, um, his youth, he's 10 years younger. I think it's a, a very, very competitive fight. I'm not saying he'll win. I'm not saying he can beat Crawford. I'm not saying all of that. What I'm saying is that the fight is not a blowout. If you know what you're looking at, that kid is special, and I believe he's on the level. He just hasn't had a chance to prove it yet. You know, sometimes in this era, everybody knocks guys' resumes, but you can only fight who is willing to fight you. And we just seen that with Crawford. People talked about his resume. He never fought this person, never fought that person. And when he stepped up against the big bad wolf, he proved that he was on the on the level. And I think that Boots is on the level also. He just hasn't had a chance to prove, you know, with the right opponent in front of him. Now, Coach, some people look at that fight on paper. They look at 40-0 and 0 versus 31-0. and 0. 
some people like myself, when they look at that fight, I look at 18 world title fights to zero world title fights. Mm-hmm. How much mm-hmm. of a factor do you believe that plays in for, for a guy like Jerron Dennis? You know, should his world title fight be uh, against arguably one of the greatest to ever do it, the only man to accomplish two-time undisputed? Um, That's how it be sometimes. You can't help who's in your era. You can't help your birth date. Jerron Boots Ennis is a fighter. So when people say, should it be against Terrence Crawford? It should be against whoever is the champion at the time. That's what real fighters do. I want I want y'all to just think about this for a second. Jermaine Taylor, w- when he was coming up, he can't say, oh, man, I don't want to fight a legend in Bernard Hopkins with 20 title defenses. I can't. I don't want to fight a guy that has four belts and that's going to the Hall of Fame in my first title fight. He has to be a fighter and say, if that's the guy that's there when I get there, then that's who I'm going to fight. Just think about that. You know, sometimes, I'm not accusing you guys of this, but sometimes the media, you know, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. They want guys to have good competition and they want guys to step up and take big fights. And then now we got a kid that wants it and then everybody's saying, well, he's not ready. You can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? You he he, if, if y'all he would get killed if his dad or him came out and was like, "Oh, we can't fight Crawford. He's too good." That's not how a fighter in his team's supposed to think. He's supposed to think that he can win, and if he's the underdog and the people going against him, he's supposed to want to shut everybody up. I know. Listen, nobody talked about Terence Crawford's 18 title defenses before he fought Earl Spence. All I heard was, man, he never fought nobody. He got hurt by Gamboa at 135, blah, 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 blah. And then he stepped up and he did it. And then now people are saying, well, Boots may not be ready for him. It's a fight. Terrence Crawford had to get his first title shot. Earl Spence had to get his first title shot. The only thing I'm saying is the kid deserves a shot. And if Crawford is the champion and that's the person that wants to grant him the title shot, then so be it. But he deserves a shot, and I believe that he will be competitive in the sh- in the shot. And I don't want to seem like I'm lobbying for Boots to get a title shot because I don't have anything to do with his career. Uh, I just know him. You know, I know Terrence Crawford. I think they're both excellent fighters. I just think that the kid is ready for a title shot, and if he loses, he loses. But I think he's on the level, and there's nobody else at welterweight that would give Terrence Crawford the competitive um, fight that in this world, in my opinion. Wow, you said nobody else at welterweight? Nope, nobody else. I believe that Ennis is the uh, right now the second best welterweight in the world behind Crawford because Spence has said he's going to move up to 154. I believe that uh, that Ennis will beat everybody in the division uh, for the exception of Crawford. I don't know who wins that fight, but I think that anybody else that they, that they match him against, he will beat him. Coach, um, is special a good word to use to for 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 Javante Davis? Man, uh, I'll say I'll say yeah, man. I think the world of Javante Davis. Uh, I know his competition hasn't been quite up to par with with the media once, and I know that he hasn't fought the Haney's. I think that those guys got dealt a disservice when they got nicknamed the Four Kings. Those are different ever. 
different mentality, different kind of fighters. You know, it's hard to compare with Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns, Roberto Durant, and Marvin Hazard. Them guys are crazy. You know, they'll fight anybody. It's just a different time, you know. So these kids got named that, and they didn't fight each other. So it kind of, uh, the, you know, they, they get a lot of heat from the press. But um, Javante Davis, man, he could go. He's special. He got He got some stuff with him, man that I haven't seen in a long time, the way he can run guys in the punches and his patience and the way he sets traps. Uh, he's going to be really, really tough to beat at uh, 135 pounds. So I've been taking some slack here from my community. I know that you're way more educated when it comes to history. I've been trying, even my co-host is, look, he just gave me the side eye because he hates that I do this comparison, but I've been trying to I, associate. I can't see it because I'm, I'm driving. Uh, I, I didn't see his face, but go ahead. I'm listening. I've been trying to associate Tank Davis with Roberto Duran. Duran moved up to 47 and beat undefeated Sugar Ray Leonard as a gold medalist, as an undefeated welterweight. Yes, Duran had a couple of in-between fights. I believe he, had, he fought Palomino in between there, but um, you said it. You think Tank's special. I think his uppercuts are amazing. I think he's short, compact, extremely strong, explosive, like you said, patient. You brought it up. Crawford had issues with Gamboa. Crawford said it in interviews that it was hard to hit Gamboa because he's shorter. Can... Tank be our generation's Duran. Can he move up and beat Crawford? Um. All right, it's it's not just a I simple mean, yes or no answer. And he got the power in both hands to associate himself with the whole manos de piedra hands of stone, right? Like, if there's any lightweight um, that we could compare to Duran, it got to be Tank. So, Coach, before before um, you give your response, before you give your response, no, 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 because I just want to, you know, before you give your response, I'm all for the fight. All I've been saying is fuck the comparison, right? Because then we get into this rabbit hole of the history and who did what. I'm like, fuck the comparisons. I'm like, let's just be great. Move on up. He's already won a version of a belt at 140 pounds. And that was a regular. With a guy that, that was moved a reg- up the welterweight, that was though, a, coach. Coach, that, that, was, that was a regular, regular belt, though. That was a regular, that was a regular belt, belt, but the International Hall of Fame acknowledges those, and I'm not bigger than. And, and hold on, let me give him some backstory. Um, and don't forget, Coach, just, just information, because you see, this is what we do for a living. You're obviously great at what you do, but you're focusing on the fighter. We focus on all the headlines and stuff. So, right, Barrios did fight at 40, started at 22. He is six feet. His reach is somewhere in the 70-inch, where Crawford is like 74, I believe. And then Barrios uh-huh. moved up to 47, fought a great welterweight, and Thurman didn't get dropped or knocked down, where, in fact, in the tank fight, he got dropped two times, actually did flips in Atlanta, then got stopped. But that same Barrios turned around, lost to Thurman, fought an, uh, a, a, a welterweight that, that went 12 with Broner and also never been stopped, and Barrios stopped that natural welterweight after losing a Thurman. So it's pretty comparable, not to mention that obviously Tank and Crawford share a common opponent in Gamboa. But your thoughts? Um, If they fought, I would be happy, you know, if they fought. 
Um, here's the thing, man. See, when you ask me these questions, I got to be honest, but I'm going to be respectful. Tank can be this era's Roberto Duran, but they don't have the zest for the hard matchmaking the way that other errors do. So, you know, I'm going to show you, I'm going to give you the example that I'm talking about. Duran was already a Hall of Famer before he ever moved up to 147. He had already had 12 defenses of the lightweight title and he unified and uh, he had 11 by knockout, 11 of his 12 defenses by knockout. He was already a great fighter. He was already a Hall of Famer. He was already one of the greatest fighters in the history of boxing. He was number one pound for pound. And I want to correct you now. But time out. Let, but right there, well, let, if, we compare, if we compare Tank to that, isn't he already a Hall of Famer? Already a great um, fighter? See, somebody just said that the, the Hall of Fame uh, recognized um, regular belts. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't think they recognize regular belts. I think that the real titles, Tank, for as great of a fighter he is, and I think Tank is special. He's only won the belt at 130 pounds. He has not beat one of the champions at 135 or 140. Those are regular belts. In this era, that get passed off like a USBA or NABF title. It's not the same as beating. It's not the same as um uh Devin Haney's belts or Shakur Stevenson's belts at 126 and 130. Tank had a real belt at 130, but the regular title was not the same. You Chan, know, it, I mean, Coach, so, I, I got to tell you um, that Devin Haney's WBA, he doesn't make the, 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 the mandatory. So for me, I don't care what the Hall of Fame say. If you're the one that making the mandatories, well, then you're the champ. Because okay. guess what you're doing? See, I don't, you, I don't, you're I don't doing know the heavy lifting. Made... You're doing the heavy lifting for the super champ so that, so that the super champ can go on to unify. Not, That's why they I, created I, that belt. I'm not arguing with that. What I'm saying is that for as special of a fighter as Tank is, I'll phrase it this way. We're comparing them to Duran. Duran cleaned out the lightweight division before he moved up to 147 pounds. Tank Davis has not cleaned out the lightweight division. As All right, Coach, let me interject is. right there. Because you're right, he didn't. But earlier in this sense, in, in this conversation, you said they did him a disservice by naming him the Four Kings. Technically speaking, only two Four Kings fought. And Tank fought one of them. Listen, you feel me? I you feel me? He, uh, listen, I'm not arguing <laughs> with that. I, I know what y'all trying to do. I'm not <laughs> arguing with that. But we don't know if he's the best lightweight in the world or not. We don't know if he can beat Shakur and Haney. And then y'all want him to jump two weight divisions against a freaking killer. I just don't know if that's practical. If no, they fought, right. I would just, I would say, wow, Tank got a big set of nuts. And I would say Crawford should be the favorite, but the fight will be competitive. But if you asking me overall, you want a guy that's about 5'5", five, five, with little bitty arms to fight this big welterweight with a 74-inch reach with that kind of jab. I don't even know if they will be comfortable even messing with Crawford. I'm keeping it real with you. Like, Tank's brain trust and whoever makes the decisions for him, they, they, they got eyes. They probably look at Crawford like, man, we want to deal with that. I mean, I, I, I will, listen, I'm, I'm being totally honest. I'm a trainer. I advise. I pick fights. I do that. 
Bro, I wouldn't go nowhere near Terrence Crawford if I was Javante Davis with the money that he's making, how small all he right, is. All right, now, now, now with that same thing in mind. because I'm I was, just I, being honest. You I, know, had I just got to be cup. honest. I had this one in the <laughs> cuff because I know that you're an advisor. I know that you manage too. So it's like Terrence Crawford just made $22 plus million. Mm-hmm. Tank just made 40 coach. He made forty plus. Dan Rayfield's report, and 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 Ryan made that's, that's, thirty. That's what he made. That's what he made off the Garcia fight. Yeah, that's what's being reported. That's what's being reported by Dan Rayfield. And that Ryan made thirty. How how else is you tell me, Coach? You tell my audience who the hell is Tank going to fight to make forty again, ever? If not name moving up the welterweight. And 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 I don't think he could do that with T- Keith Thurman. Like I could see an easy fight with Keith. I'm not. No disrespect to Keith. I love him. I don't mean easy. I mean easier than Crawford stylistically, right? You know, he's he's not been as active as Crawford. But even 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 Tank moving the welterweight for Keith ain't gonna make him forty million dollars. The people listen. gotta believe you're gonna lose. But again, you're the advisor. You've I, been I, in the I back end. You tell if me it, if it's a money thing. You're right, you know, but let me just say this, and I don't like to talk about another man's pockets, but I got to say this, and I think y'all going to understand this. Once you done made 40, right, that's so much money, you don't have to make 40 every single fight. You know, he 25 and 30 is just fine. Once you got, once you, once you're at that status, when you're making that kind of money, it's maybe 10 fighters in the history of boxing that ever pulled a $40 million night. If that's what y'all saying that's been reported. You know what I'm saying? So if he's able to pull that kind of money, he don't have to make 40 every time. I just think that Tank's matchmaking is very, very particular. And I think that he's a cash cow. And I I don't want to shoot down your thoughts and what you're saying, but I just don't believe that anybody would take the chance to mess with Terrence Crawford if they are Javante. I think if Keith Thurman was the guy at 147, I think they might roll the dice a little bit and compare the Barrios performances and say Thurman's a little a- inactive. We may could get him, but bro, uh, Crawford yeah. is a different beast, man. Yeah, they jumping you know? all and over I, Thurman. And I don't think that um, I don't think I think that with the way boxing is promoted these days, they want to keep Tank undefeated. And I don't know if you put a 28 year old kid in the prime of his career that's undefeated in a fight where he's going to be about a three or four to one underdog and, and, and possibly lose. But so Crawford's going to be 36, four, coach. He was 35 know, in that could, Earl fight. We could we compare the four kings. Them guys are savages. They not like these kids in this era. And that's Roberto Duran is a – he he's he's a lunatic. He fought Tommy Hearns and Marvin Hagler back-to-back, bro. Guys don't do that. That's all. I'm, Ray Leonard, they told him he shouldn't fight and his eye was messed up and he had a detached retina and he fought Hagler off, a, off of a three-year layoff. He was the number one fighter in the world. Yeah, but we coach, don't do that in this era. We so, do. So, we do. Who? Earl, Earl just did it? it. Earl just did it. We, you and I Earl just got to move t- up and wait. Listen. Earl didn't move up and wait to fight but, the number one. That, that was, what, what Ray Leonard he, did was the equivalent of Earl fighting Golovkin I when Golovkin you. is the number one pair. It's not I, the same thing. Earl for the guy that was in his weight division. But still arguably the number one dude in his division, and he still arguably came off a detached retina. Come on. He still got the heart of that era. He said no tune-ups. Earl Earl is a gun. Earl's my guy. 
what I'm saying is that it's a little bit different because Tank don't need Crawford to make this kind of money. I'll tell you what, Ness. I'm going to tell you what y'all do, right? Since you think that I'm just, we're not really seeing eye to eye with this. No, we Why are. We are. We are. No, inter interview Calvin Davis, Calvin Ford, I'm sorry, or Leonard Ellaby, and ask them what they put Tank in there with Terrence Crawford. Nah, nah, I don't want to speak for those seen, gentlemen. I already seen Leonard Ellaby <laughs> tweets. He ain't doing it. But but, see, but it see, ain't I don't come from the matchmakers. It's like you said, it, Duran was a lunatic. It ain't gonna come from the match. It's gotta come from Tank wanting to okay, be let as me, great let me, as let me Let me ask you men. this. Let me ask you this question, uh, Ness. Listen, I think the fight will be more feasible if Tank lined up Devin, Teofimo, and Shakur. And then now we talking about his status is like, off the chart and he like you know what let me go for the next step let me go for the big dog at 147 don't you like we still don't know if he can beat them i'm not saying he can't he he might he might be able to but we still don't even know if he can beat the three best guys why. of his age genre i'm gonna tell you why right because earl never took the canelo fight when it was always talked about and now he'll never get it he could have made Fuck, 30 million maybe, 20 million, 20 something million, and still fought Crawford. But he well, you know why? You know why he didn't take the Canelo fight? I'm gonna tell you why. Because he wasn't, he didn't prove that he was the best welterweight yet, and he wasn't gonna jump 21 pounds without knowing he was the best welterweight because people wouldn't have bought it. So then he fought the best welterweight and he lost. So it comes back down to earth like, okay, you're a great fighter, but that was a little bit too much to chew. You you proving my point. So mm -hmm. now you want Tank, who this big, he this big, to fight Terrence Crawford at 147. I love how big the, is Durant. Hold on, hold on. I, I love the ambition. Coach, Coach I, I love I, the ambition, but it's just a it's just a tough fight that y'all asking to that kid, man. I'm just telling so, y'all that nobody is putting him in the ring with that dude. Let me ask you this then. What's what's tougher? Um and and what's and what's more competitive in your eyes? And these are both fights being spoke about. Javante jumping up nine pounds currently from where or eight pounds from his last fight to forty seven. No, it'll be twelve up. pounds. It's twelve pounds, my man. It's thirty five to forty seven. Thirty five well, to forty seven. Catchway to thirty six. It was his last fight was one thirty six. Catchway, remember? All right. So All right, eleven, 11 pounds, pounds. I'm sorry. Eleven pounds. Right. I'm sorry. Or 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 Terrence jumping twenty one to fight the winner of of Charlo and Canelo because that's what he said he wants next. Um, I think that's a a big jump, but it's different styles. It's just it's just I'm just you listen, like that man, one I, though, Coach. You like that no, one? No, though, huh? listen, listen. That's a great comparison, but it's just different styles. And Terrence Crawford, man, listen, he, he's he's good. At, I, I never, when I watch a fighter, right, of this era, I always look, and I, most times I say he's good for this era. Terrence Crawford is good for any era. Terrence Crawford could hang with any welterweight in the history of boxing, bro. Mm. There's only two guys that I would favor to beat him of the last 40 years. That's Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns. I wouldn't favor nobody else to beat him. I'm not saying he could beat everybody else. Hearns? What I'm saying is I would not 
favor nobody else to beat him. My man, if you ain't seen Tommy Hearns, you don't know no better. That dude I, won titles I, I, from 147 to 175. I he see won titles hers, from 147 to one. Dudes, though, wasn't he the tinniest though? And with Crawford's welterweight power, I'm just saying, well, like, it would Hearns be. Hearns was 32. Ness, Ness, you a little young, man. Hearns was 32 well, and 0 with question, 30 knockouts Coach. at one point. This he, was a question. I, know, I, I said, listen, wasn't he Tommy Hearns, he, he may have been a little chinny, but he's the best puncher in the history of the division. He was 32 and 0 with 30 knockouts going into the Leonard fight. That's what he was. 32 and 0 with 30 knockouts. Check this box right. He was a brutal, brutal right hand puncher. He was 6'1. He had a 78 inch reach. That's a that's that's a lot to deal with at 147 pounds. And he was good enough that to win fight. titles to 147 to 175. But didn't so he lose a, that fight though? He he lost to a special guy. But that's I mean, what I, he, come on, he lost to, you go. <laughs> he, he lost to Ray Leonard. Oh, Bro, right, he but, lost but to Ray Leonard. Leonard. We can't. But, but again, I don't, but I don't know. had a less knockout ratio. Like Crawford he, is a known knockout puncher. So he, I'm saying, yeah, lost. Hearns had the right hand, but it's, it comes down to can you land that right hand before Crawford hits your chinny chin chin? Paul, Hearns had more than the right hand. He, he possibly got the best jab in history. But I don't want to get into that. I'm telling you what my opinion is. I don't, I think that Crawford is a And that special, sets up. Orthodox, no, 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 because we got to go back to coaching. Coach, that sets up orthodox versus southpaw. To Hearn's beautiful jab, you know it gets limited. Orthodox and southpaw end up fucking pity patting each other's uh, lead arm. Yes, it uh, opens up the right hand and the left hand for each of them, but, you know, you usually end up jockeying for position with that lead hand. The southpaw ends up catching the, the 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 orthodox is jab right or wrong uh not so much when you got a, a six inch height advantage he's a lot taller than crawford so he'll be able to come down with the shot and be able to his, his reach is a lot longer and he's a lot taller so it kind of evens itself out when guys are the same height and then the hands got to cancel each other out but when one guy's five eight and one guy's six one it's a little bit different uh, you 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 to, to make your point you didn't factor in that 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 Hearns is way taller and way longer, so it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to uh, compare that with him. It's like saying he can't hit Hagler. He was able to hit Hagler easy. Hagler just a monster and was able to overcome him because he's the strongest middleweight we ever seen. But he could hit him. You know what I'm saying? He could hit him out of the southpaw stance. It's just a it's a different fight. I'm just telling you. You talk to any trainers. You talk to any matchmakers. Tommy Hearns is probably the hardest matchup in the history of boxing at 147 pounds. That's all I'm saying. I'm not getting into who will win or lose. I'm saying that from what my eyes tell me, Leonard and Hearns are the only guys that I will favor over Crawford. I'm not saying he could beat Floyd. I'm not saying he could beat Oscar. What I'm saying is that if they opened up betting lines, those two would be slight favors. I think him and Floyd would probably be even money. You know, that's how good Crawford is. He's on the level. And y'all expect Tank. Now, I'm just not saying y'all, but when I say y'all, I'm just I, speaking I in general. Expect expect to, okay, well, you expect Tank to move up to 47. I don't think that we've seen that type of matchmaking with Tank because he's undefeated and because of the money that he makes. I don't believe that that would get chance. And I don't blame him. I think he, I think that he has a better shot of fighting guys like Shakur and Haney. I really do. I think that they're more his size. Crawford's awfully strong, man. No, you know, super his, strong. His physical strength 
Do you see how very, far he pushed Earl when they when they when he used his forearm? That was he, crazy. He he's very very he don't look it, but he's extremely physical. That's why he's such a good finisher because you can't hold him. You can't clinch him when you're in trouble. He has that wrestling background. He's extremely strong. So Tank is giving up. Man, look what he's giving up in the fight. He would I'm telling oh, put it this way. I'm a Roger, I'm a Roger Cotel. If Tank took that fight, win, lose, or draw, he's already walking in the Hall of Fame. That's what and I'm he saying. is he's the man of this era. If he man, would he even get in the, the ring with that guy. Yeah, if he would get that. in the ring with that guy, if he would just walk in the ring with what? that guy, he he, he he he's on another level. Hold on, you think that's a bigger fight than him and Ryan? Tank? Ryan is over. Of course, no, Tank no, no. and Crawford's a bigger fight. Yeah, I don't know that that does better commercial. Brother, let me tell you something. Hey, Coach, I don't know uh, if you noticed that 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 this fight was brought up to Crawford, to Crawford by Sway's Universe, Charlemagne the God, Ebro on Hot 97. Uh, was, I mean, he everywhere he went, Joe Rogan, everywhere he went, they asked him about Tank. Okay. Listen, I'm not I'm not trying to shoot the fight down. I'm not trying to be a cynic. What I'm saying is that in my opinion, that I don't believe that kind of fight. After what we just seen from Crawford, that last fight, I'm telling you that I don't believe that that fight would get made anytime in the near future. No, because I don't the status quo for this era is to not match that kind of fight with a fighter like Tank. Now, if I'm wrong, I'll, if they make the fight next, next, I'll come on here and I'll say I'm wrong. No, no. But from everything that I've seen about boxing, everything that I know about the business side of boxing, nobody would take that kind of chance and mess around with Tank. Why do you, listen, Tank got to catch me... weight with Ryan because Ryan's a little big. Ryan's a little big. He's about 5'10". Everybody just, knows he wanted to rehydrate. That's just A-side tactics. That's just A-side he, he, tactics. Okay, okay. So, so. Was he? If you got a catch weight with Ryan at for one thirty six, wait, 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 where you gonna fight? Where you gonna fight Crawford at? Crawford's Coach. a strong dude, bro. He is. You he see is, that jab? Like nobody's gonna put Tank in a fight that he don't you. really that he can't win. Speaking of that jab, theoretically, theoretically, based off what we've seen, is Tank not capable of? Slip into the right and coming right up with the uppercut. I mean, sure. yo, listen, Jamonte Davis set some of the best traps I've ever seen. I, I, I listen. I get criticized because I rate Tank so highly because I rank a lot of guys off the eyeball test and not so much off of their resumes because of because of the way I think about boots because of the way I thought about Crawford. I could even remember this, Ness. You might not remember this. A couple years ago, you asked me my pound for pound, and I said, in a way. And you said, come on, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come remember. on, coach. I blah, 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 blah. And I said, man, my eyes are my eyes. That's a special fighter. And you went on and on about we don't know this and we don't know. I said, that's a special fighter. I'm telling you. So I rate Tank extremely high. I think he's a special fighter. I do. But And I'm not saying Crawford will kill him. I'm not saying that. But the perception of the fight will be Tank can't win. And I just, I've never seen a fighter in his position take that kind of fight that they don't have to take. You brought up Crawford and Canelo, but here is the difference. Crawford 
wants to get out of boxing. Crawford is about to be 36 next month. Crawford said he got a couple more fights. Hank's 28. He got a long way to go. So I haven't seen a guy take that kind of fight just to take it this early in their career. Guys take longer to develop now. If Tank was 34, 35, and there was no money at lightweight, maybe I could see it. But now, bro, Tank going to get 20 million fighting John Doe. <laughs> Don't matter who he fighting now. He is, he the star. He one of the faces of boxing. And now that Earl lost, he's the biggest fighter in PBC. So it's just, whoa, I just whoa, don't know if they're going to take that whoa. chance. Coach, he, he got Canelo over there now. And Crawford over there. Oh, technically. you know what? And Crawford I, I, over there technically you know what? for another fight. You know what? You know what? Let me take that back. I don't, I didn't really consider Crawford and Canelo PBC fighters, but you guys are right. Now they are with the PBC. You're right. But, I, didn't, but Coach, I didn't consider them PBC fighters. Since you were the one to first put me on a new way, and we're talking all this jumping up, Inoue's promoter, you, I know you've seen it because you're a fan of him. Inoue's promoter wants to fight Tank. Everybody's okay I with I that. I didn't see that. What? I didn't see that. Yeah, no, right after the that. Fulton fight. They said their plan is okay. to do a pay-per-view fight with Tank. Like, that, they're building oh. in the, so so So, they, uh, the world is okay with Inoue moving up another 13, right? What is it, 19? How many pounds he got to move up to fight Tank? 13. Who, who's the world? Because I'm in the world, and I think that Inoue is biting off more than he could chew if he fight Tank at 135. So, who is the world? If he fights, if he takes that fight, Inoue is going to get hurt. He can't beat Tank in no 135 Well, they got right him now. walking through everybody at 26. Oh, that, that's, that's still not, you still got 30 and 35. It's still, it's still not the same. He probably can't beat everybody at 26, but that's not 30, and that's not 35. He ain't beating Tank in no 135 pounds, and he used to fight at 108, and he just moved to 122. If y'all think that he can do that, Pacquiao I, did it. I, 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 I'll hold the bets. He ain't Pacquiao. I'll hold the bets. He ain't Pacquiao. <laughs> that's a one. That's a once in a lifetime fighter, man. Coach. And let me just tell you this, Ness. If you look at Pacquiao and in the way next to each other, if you like look at their bodies. Their muscle density is totally different. Even though they both are smaller guys, Pacquiao's head, his arms, his legs, everything is way bigger. He's just a bigger human being than he now. I, I saw them together. I was like, God damn, Manny was, must have been huge as a flyweight. He's a lot bigger than him. I'm sure you could Google the pictures and you see their frames. It's just different. You know, and it's not, it doesn't mean Manny's better, but physically their bodies is just so different. Pacquiao was able to put that weight on um and in a way wasn't and another thing i hate to do the comparison but in a way is like 30 and just getting to 122 pacquiao was at 122 when he was 23 years old and that's when he when when he when he moved up from 22 to 26 to fight Pereira. so he was way in a way his you could tell he's not as big because it's taking him too long to move up where pacquiao was already he was already at 140 147 by the time he was 30. So it's just different body types when it comes down to that. Coach, coach you a beast, hold on, Coach. Hold you on. a beast, Coach, man. two things. Given that you don't recognize uh, or acknowledge regular titles, how many division champions do you consider Pacquiao to be? Eight, because he won the lineal and the ring title in every weight division and in, in, in the divisions. Uh, like, uh, for example, at 126, Barrera was the ring and lineal champion. Right at one that's at, at one um forty, he beat Ricky Hatton. Ricky Hatton was the ring champion. 
was the ring champion. So those are the two titles where that he didn't win, like the WBC, WBA, IBF, or IBO. Those are the two divisions that he didn't win that in, but he bought the he, he beat the ring and lineal champion. If you beat the ring and lineal champion, I don't have a problem with it. But if you just went in regular, but and I'm not attacking Tank's resume because I don't want the interview to get twisted. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that he hasn't won one of the real belts at 35 or 40. That's all I'm saying. No, at I was 30, just asking because I beat, know I know Pacquiao won like you said, like the IBO and something like you, against Ricky Hatton, but Ricky Hatton was the lineal champion that beat Costa Azul. You feel what I'm saying? So but didn't he lose it, to Floyd before he fought back? At, at, at 47, that's look at his box record. He lost to Floyd at 47, and then he moved back down to defend his title at 40. He had just jumped to 47 to fight Floyd. That was a money fight, but Ricky Hatton was a 40 pounder. And Barrera was the guy at 126. You know what I mean? He was the man at 126. He was a pound for pound guy. He was the ring champion. So those are the two divisions that Pacquiao was in. But look who he beat to win the title. He beat two Hall of Famers to win those two titles. So Pacquiao, you know, his we never gonna see that again. You know what I mean? Eight titles. That's just like if you really think about it, that's like like mind twisting for a guy from 112 to be able to win titles all the way up to uh junior middleweight. That's a that's a lot. I don't expect in a, in a way or anybody else to do that. Now, 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 let me ask you, since, uh, you know, you've known of Inouye and follow him for some years now, can you educate me? Because I'm one of the guys that I look at it. I was a casual back then. I'm not going to lie to you. But when I look at it on paper, to me, it seemed like, damn, he jumped 112 when all the killers was at 112. When Chocolatito um... was there, was when, when everybody was at 112, he went from 08 to 15. Um, I don't know. I don't know him personally. I just always thought he was a good fighter. So I don't know what his body was doing. Sometimes mm -hmm. guys got to jump divisions. It happens. If you look at Pacquiao real, real good, he did the same thing. Pacquiao jumped 115 and 118. Nobody realizes that he could be a 10 division champion. He went from 112 to 122. So sometimes guys go through those little growth spurts and they, and they just, you know, especially little guys from other countries. So I don't know. I, I don't really, I can't really go back on the timeline and pinpoint exactly, you know, uh, who he should have fought at 112. But I do know he jumped that weight division and went straight to 115. But I can't tell you why. Uh, maybe he was just outgrowing the weight. Some These guys cut too much weight. And sometimes it's better to jump two divisions instead of one because a lot of these fighters are depleted in this era with all of the tricks that we got from being able to get the weight off of water and stuff like that. But they walking around 50 pounds and 40 pounds over their weight divisions. And that, it takes a toll on you physically. You know, y'all guys look like y'all in pretty good shape. You know, imagine losing 40 pounds and then having to fight somebody, you know, for 12 rounds. So I, I think that the whole era is playing around with the scales a little bit too much, but that's a story for another day. That's why I think that Charlo and, um, Canelo is going to be more competitive than people think because um, Charlo's not not no small guy, you know what I mean? And when you don't have to cut all of that weight and do all of the tricks, sometimes you'll be a little bit more fresher in the ring, um, you know, instead of having to deplete yourself all the time. Coach, so what, what you got cooking? Because I seen you a couple of days ago, which to me could be more than one or two weeks, but you posted something about my boy Zachary Ochoa and how you feel you know, you miss him and how he's such a hard worker. But there's so many different avenues. Like, 
it, you know, why why we can't get him a fight on OTX? Or, or um, I mean, there's just so much going on right now. Like, that he could keep uh, moving and stay active. Is he still with he you? Got, he got a fight October 4th. I just there spoke to him. He just, got in, he just got in town for camp. Literally, okay. I just spoke with him. He got a nice well little fight wait? October 4th. Uh, junior welterweight. He got oh, a fight at Oh, wow. He got to go up? Wait, no, down. So he got to go to 140. He's 35, 40. He's like an in-betweener. So 40 is pretty natural to him. But he's um he's fighting October 4th in uh, Florida. So he do have a fight. Uh, he just literally just got in town. Pro box? Because you said Florida. Is it going to be pro box? Um, you know what? His dad handles the management for him. I believe it is pro box. I just know the date is October 4th in Florida. For sure. That, For sure. I'll reach yeah, out to the, him. I'll reach out so I get yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's literally I just talked to him. He's literally getting into his Airbnb right now. And um, you know, we're starting camp. So that should be good. Coach. So uh, I know you uh I'm sorry, brother. I know you have Kyrone as well, who fought Benavidez, but also sparred Crawford. How competitive is Crawford gonna be with her Canelo? Uh, you gotta ask Karan. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask Karan. He the one in there taking them punches. Uh, but uh, he spoke really, really highly of both guys. Actually, he said Benavidez is a terrific fighter, and uh, he was in camp with Crawford, and he said he learned a lot. Uh, one of the things he told me about Crawford was that he could really thread a needle, that he can really get punches in small spaces, and you don't really think the punch is gonna be hard. And he said, because he don't really load up, you don't think it's going to be hard. But then right at the last second, he'll twist the shot in and you'll feel it. He said that he's like, a, he's, he, he used the word unique. He's like, he's a different kind of puncher. He's not like the most heavy handed guy that he's ever felt. With Karan, you know, Karan's a big guy and he's durable. He said, but he knows how to like sneak those punches in and really thread a needle in small areas and uh, hit you with some tough shots. Uh, he, he, he spoke really high of Crawford. I don't know if you do this on the record, but like, if it ha if you know, if you don't, if you do, would you mind giving us your prediction for Canelo and Crawford? Like, but with an actual prediction, not like, oh, it's gonna be a good fight, may the best man win. If if Crawford and Canelo fought, yep. Assuming obviously Canelo looked good, because I know people like to say, well, I gotta see how he looked. No, he looked good beating Charla. Um. Crawford by split decision. Okay, so you think he can outbox him? Yeah. So, so the the knockout streak stops with Canelo because he's never been down and he's never been out. No, I don't think Crawford could stop Canelo. Uh, uh but winning and stopping is different. So for sure, you put me on you put me on the spot. If they were to fight, I think Crawford by decision. I know I look. I know I sound crazy. I know I sound crazy, but. That's just my opinion, and that's what I—that's how highly I think of Crawford, and I think that uh, I just think that he's a special fighter, and if and and the smaller guy has an advantage if he could take the punch, and he's physically strong, and I think that he has. Everybody's not made to jump weight. Certain body types and certain characteristics allow you to jump weight, and he has those characteristics. Are some of the special fighters that I've seen in the past, where they may not win every time they jump weight, but they can be competitive up there. Canelo got those characteristics, by the way, because he used to be a 54 pounder and he could fight bigger guys. But I think Crawford's legs are so mobile and he's so locked in 
and he embraces the big moment so much, I think that um, he will win a decision. I don't think he could stop him, but I think he could win a decision. Coach, any news on uh, Caleb? Anything cooking? Uh, well, y'all 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 out there in Vegas. I know the big slap happened. Uh, I don't think that um he'll be fighting Jamal Charlo next. Mm. I just saw Caleb. The next, the last thing I heard was that he's a he's had a tough schedule. So I think that he'll probably fight. Uh, um, you know, maybe not a big name, but somewhere a notch below that in the fall. Uh, excuse me, or winter, and then a big name coming next spring. But right now. As far as he I know, he don't have it. any opponent. Any now, opponent, a man. He fought Benavidez, Canelo, and Darrell back to back to back. He didn't took some tough fights. Now, what would you compare from uh the Charlo, the Canelo, and the Benavidez slaps? Like out of the three, what would you rate the Charlo one? Don't do that. I don't want to get into that, man. That's I, I, I'm a little older, man. I don't really. I think that these guys got to be careful with getting into stuff outside of the ring. And I think that the security, I don't want to make fun of something like that. I'm from a place where you can lose your life over stuff like Word. that. So I don't really, I don't want to get into that kind of stuff, man. That's, you know, I, I don't really, Caleb did what he had to do to defend his honor Absolutely. or whatever. I'm not saying he was, he was wrong, but what I'm saying is that everybody got to be careful with stuff like that. You could get hurt doing stuff like that. Just being involved in that kind of stuff, man. I, I know people you know, seriously been killed over that kind of stuff. So these young guys, they got to stop that because you get embarrassed and get on social media and then it gets, and then these entourages that don't really serve a purpose except to do goon shit, they start, it, mm. it, just, it just takes on a whole nother level that, you know, we, we making a lot of money in this game. So people got to just be careful, even with their words and the actions to even make things go that far. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe Caleb was kind of put in that situation where he didn't have a choice. But we all just got to be wiser. There's one reason why, if y'all ever see me out, I'm very respectful to everybody. I don't play in a certain kind of way because I don't want nobody playing with me in a certain kind of way. So I, I, I'm, I'm conscious of that. So um, Jamal's a cool kid. Caleb is obviously my fighter. That's like my little brother. I, I, I don't want to see nothing stupid happen outside of the ring. But one of those guys, entourages, you know, put – you know, want to do something or somebody is forced to, um, to one of them guys could kill each other in the street fight. You know what I'm saying? They hit each other the wrong way. You fall, hit your head, you get stomped out. Something bad can happen from that kind of stuff. So, you know, they, they just security, everybody, everybody got to just be mindful of that. Coach, um, are you still with Julian? Yes. You saw this last fight. Um, do what what sort of say did you have in that charlo fight i need to take you back a few years what do you mean what obviously say? what you mean like as far as taking the fight yes you know he wanted it charlo didn't really want it because he felt he couldn't make weight um, well he was the mandatory so we didn't just want the charlo fight we wanted our shot at the title because julian had became the mandatory with the ibf so Charlo just happened to be the champion. We didn't care whether it was him or anybody. We just got, we didn't rank ourselves. The IBF no, ranked No, for us. sure, for sure. But we you know that Julian put a lot of pressure on Charlo. You know, the word around the street was Charlo was going to vacate. 
Julian found that out, took to social media, put a lot of pressure on Charlo. And, you know, Charlo responded to that on social media and said, you know, you guys think I'm going to duck this guy? He even chose his post fight. And he, he eventually fought your guy to prove to the world that he wasn't avoiding your guy. Did you not feel it was that way? Oh, uh, he did. I give him his props because he didn't have to take the fight. Uh, he did. But uh, as far as the pressure, Julian's a fighter. He wanted to fight for a world title, and Charlo was the champion. And if you remember correctly, when we became the mandatory um, for Charlo, uh, Charlo for Austin Trout, you know, in his next fight, he didn't fight Julian right away. So, you know, Julian being a young guy and wanting his shot, he wanted he wanted his shot. And, you know, it's easy to say now, well, he shouldn't have called them out. But fighters, that's what fighters do. They take smoke and they take tough fights and they go after tough people. And he didn't want to fight for a vacant title. He wanted to fight a real champion. And he fought Charlo and he lost. But that's what happens is a winner and a loser in a, in a fight. You know, like that's just like somebody saying why Earl Spence didn't move up because Charlo because 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 Crawford wanted to smoke. Well, fighters, real fighters, they fight. So Charlo, props to him. He stayed down in the division one more fight and he gave his mandatory uh, a, a, a shot and he won the fight. So I, it's not no say. I didn't have any say good or bad in it. Uh, Julian was the mandatory and, and, and he wanted to. He wanted his shot, and he got his shot. And then he waited two and a half years, became the mandatory again when he beat uh, Nathaniel Gallimore and got another shot. That's what fighters do. So the reason I bring that up is obviously, again, if you don't put pressure on a champion, there is no public perception. He moves up, he vacates, you fight for the vacant title, and you earn that experience that we were talking about that Boots doesn't have. And I'm specifically asking you that because you've been through it now. So I'm saying in hindsight, and obviously Crawford is way more experienced than Jamal Charlo, different type of talent as well. So I'm just saying in hindsight now, should that same situation be repeated with Boots and Crawford or should, you know, Boots allow himself to grow and not necessarily rush out of Crawford? Um, that's a good question, but I say, I'm going to say no, because Julian and Boots is different fighters. You know what I'm saying? They're different fighters. Uh, and, In and what way, a coach? fighter, I mean, they're just different. Uh, Julian's my guy. I love him to death, but Boots is probably a little bit more naturally talented, you know, and... And if I could do it all over again with Julian and Jamal, I'd do it all over again. I think he was fighting his ass off that fight. He just got caught with a big shot. And and uh, I think that a fighter has to be willing to fight. And all of that, slow down and do this and do that. Once you get to a certain point, Boots is 26 years old. If Crawford would have got his shot way earlier than what he did, then his legacy would be even better. He didn't get a, pay a big pay-per-view till he was 35. Imagine if Crawford would have started getting pay-per-views when he was 28, 29, and 30. Imagine where he would be right now in his career. So I think they slowed Crawford down a little bit too much. And I think that Boots is just fine. If Boots want to fight, give him the fight. I don't think a fighter's mentality should be like that. I think once a fighter starts start acting like a manager, then it takes away his ability to be a fighter. I think a fighter should want to fight 
anybody, anytime, available for any style, adaptable to any style. I don't believe in all of that kind of stuff. So I think that as long as Boots believes that he could beat Crawford and wants to fight, then he should, if, if, if they give it to him, he should be able to take it. I believe a fighter has to believe that in their mind. And when that, once that doubt starts creeping in and once a fighter starts allowing people to hold them back and don't do this, and that guy is too tough for you, it takes away from you as a fighter. So I'm glad that Julian had that mentality, and I'm glad Crawford got his – I'm glad that uh, Boots has his mentality. Coach, go ahead and give out your social media. I know you got to get to work. We appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. You've educated me. I see the fans over there. They're like, thank God he came on here and told you about Duran. I've just been trying to give Boots and his – I mean, uh, uh, Tank. Tank and his team inspiration to be greater than – the people from the past, or as great. Well, you well let me ask you this. Say that era's better than this era. I'm living in this era. I, I'm, before I you go, this era. before you go, let me ask you this. The best soldiers are volunteers. What is Tank and his team saying about fighting Crawford? Forget about what I got to say. Dude, what are they saying? Are they well, saying he can the win? Fight, before the fight, before the fight Tank said... Bud had a glass chin. It was a lot Tank was saying before the fight. No one's gotten the ability to interview him, specifically ask him that question just yet. Like, we don't even know what okay. he... We only know what he what he felt at, about the fight, second party, because he watched the Richardson Hitchens, and, and we interviewed him, and he told us, you know, that, that, that Tank lost money to him because he bet on Earl. Got you. Okay. I was just curious because we could talk about this all they want but it will be up to tank to say i want to jump two weight divisions and fight him if he did that then you are you you do know the fight will be made pretty easily yeah, right but you know you I'm, know you know it starts in the media first it starts with the fans the same way like now honestly speaking tank can't run from it i mean all his major outlets are talking about it not only oh like really the, oh yeah the hip-hop sites See, Everything, See, I don't, radio stations. I, I, I'm a I'm a boxing fan, but I don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. So if that's happening, then I'm all for it. Uh, but I will be. I, I mean, it's the who's who. Joe Rogan oh, is yeah. Joe Rogan. Oh, Charlie Mayne is Charlie Mayne. We got Ebro on Hot Nine Seven, and 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 all the major Sway. podcasts. Sway in the Sway Universe. Right. Uh, they asked him on uh, the major podcast that he's been on. What was that? Leisure and Sports or something like that. I mean, everyone oh. is, it, you know, um, I'm shocked that, that, you know, mainstream media is asking them those questions because, uh, yeah, they're, they're two divisions uh, apart. But I get it too. because of the, part, but the power. I get it because of the power. Everybody believes Tank could do anything because he, he, he hits so hard. The media is, uh, is in love with Tank. And sometimes the guys that are casuals, they don't realize that the, the, the weight divisions, they just want to see the biggest fights because they create big events. But um, if that fight were to happen, trust me, I'm not being the cynic. I would go. I think it's a great matchup. I just don't know if anybody would, would ever uh, take the chance with Tank to put him against Crawford and, and the way Crawford has been looking, looked in his last fight. Do you got time for one more question? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, quick. Sh I got my kid. Shadeza I got my Green. kid right here getting ready. 
Shadeja Green versus Clarissa Shields. Because I, 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 I hear, did, did Shadeja work with Boo? Well, damn, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, she sparred Julian. Didn't she spar Julian? Who? Shadeja Green. They went Shit. down there. Uh, uh, Coach Terrific went down to your gym to spar with Hakeem Nurse, spar Julian, right? And, and, and didn't Julian work with Shadeja? No, man. Uh-uh. Mm. No, he right. bought Hakeem Nurse. We had Hakeem Nurse in camp for the Jared Hurd fight. Uh, we that that's true, but uh, Julian ain't never sparred no girl. Mm. Uh uh. But did you mm -hmm. see her work ever? And what's your thoughts on uh, that fight? Uh, I never seen her work. I seen her fight one time, so I want to be fair to the young lady. I don't know enough about her. Mm. I I hear she's a big puncher, and is um you know it's not a lot of big punchers in uh, women's boxing. So I hear that she has a lot of knockouts, but I only seen her fight once. Uh, I feel like Clarissa Shields is the best fighter in the world as far as the women is concerned. So I have to see the other young lady first, but uh, no, man, I, I I never let Julian box a, a, a woman. I, I, that never happened, man. Mm, I don't know who said that. Why you can't work with a girl, coach? I mean, is it, it, a such um, thing as working or is your sparring just like wars over there? No. It, no, I'm just. I'm, I didn't say that I. I would never. I said I'd never let him do it. Never. Oh, it's never even God. been like a um situation. Uh, uh, yeah, it's never been like a situation where somebody was like, "Yo, you want to box that woman right there?" That's never even happened. Um, she may have came down here with 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 them before. I can't tell you who all came down when they wanted this when they were sparring or whatever. But I do remember the kid Hakeem Nurse. He's real good at imitating styles, and he came down. And I hired him for a couple of camps. I think I hired him for two camps. But I really, that's been a long time ago. I can't remember the young lady if she was here or not. Mm. But that's well, a, I, I, I hear that they going back and forth. And they, you know, yeah. so, and um, and if she's a big puncher, you know, Shields is a great fighter, but she don't have a lot of knockouts. So that could probably create some intrigue about the fight. But uh, I haven't seen the young lady enough. So I really can't tell you right now. Well, Coach, uh, I do appreciate you, man. I'm not going to hold you any longer. Thank you for uh, the, the lesson today. And I uh, hope to get you back on soon. Give out your social media because I had a bunch of people in the live chat definitely asking for your Instagram. Uh, What am I on Instagram? The bread underscore man, I think. And uh, on uh, Twitter is bread man boxing. Yep. Yep. That is yep. the underscore. Yep. The bread Underscore man, man, right? Yeah, yeah. And better man boxing yeah. on Twitter. All right, Twitter, coach. Yeah. Well, uh, enjoy the day, man. Thank and, you and, for the and, time. And tell, tell uh, Ochoa I'll be hitting him up. Oh, appreciate that. See you guys right. later. Thank you. Yes, sir. Sure. Thank you, coach. That Shout was great. Stephen Brotherman Edwards for joining us that on was the great. show. And uh, you I don't know, mind being educated. You guys in the chat are so weird. Like I, I consistently say since I started, I'm not a um historian so i need people like Breadman to tell me how great these other men were i'm not mad at that nor am i trying to discredit them i just want my generation my era to be greater than so you know i want to push tank to do great things and do what duran did or more right because if they saying well crawford is different you can't, you know, all right, well, then, look, if, if 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 Tank does that, then he's also different. There's nothing wrong with that. And it starts in the media. 
Starts with the fans. You know, we push this damn thing. Nobody else. Fats, what up, though? Yo. What up? What up, what up, what up, man? I was trying to call into your last show, man. You was right, yo. What? It's the money that makes shit get ugly. <laughs> what my boy Sidney say? It's the money that make niggas wanna slug me. That boy, my boy Crawford is talking different now, man. I told you. My, my boy, that boy, that boy, the money. Ooh, he, he said, said he I shift the gears. All the big money fights. <laughs> he want all the big money fights now. Damn, I wasn't expecting him to say he wanna go up to 68 to fight Canelo. Okay. I like, I ain't gonna lie, you know, skill for skill, I think he beat Canelo, but. You know what I mean? That's a big jump, though, still 20, 21 pounds. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, that's crazy. I mean, that's still crazy if he do that. I don't see it. I really don't see it. I think he's just talking shit. You feel me? He got he got motherfuckers hating on him, too, yo. Boxing. These YouTubers out there hating on my man. What like, they oh, saying? Interviews. They like, they like, oh, he doing interviews now. He don't do that. He don't do that. Man, shut up. We don't want to hear none of that. Obviously, Bob Earn was holding my man back or something. They weren't promoting him right or something. I don't know. But let that man do what he do, man. He enjoying his press, press run or, you know what I mean, circuit interview, whatever he doing. But let that man That's enjoy his That's a media tour, time. baby. He on a yeah, media tour. You feel me? You feel me? Like, they hating and shit. Talking about, oh, now he doing this. Nah, man. Let that man have his time. But Boots Ennis. Uh, yeah. Now he talking about. Now he talking about. Oh, he's scared to fight boots. Like I just so I did my due diligence. I did my due diligence, and Earl last mandatory was Campo. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No, no, we ain't ready to do that. We ain't ready to do that. It's about the big fights. Don't everybody want to see the big fights? Like, no, man. Then you got these dudes out here. Like, what's up with Derrick James? Like, he, he still in denial and shit, talking about Earl what himself. You know what I mean? He not going to speak on it and shit. Niggas talking in codes and shit. Oh, he ain't going to speak on it. Then you got these dudes, uh, Jamel Charlo. That's really what I think he's doing. I think he just trying to corner that, that motherfucker because you know he's trying to wiggle his way out. Last time, last time the camera was in his face, he talking about, oh, we got to see if we can make the weight first. Nah, Crawford said, don't worry about it, baby boy. I'm going to come up there. But see, but I don't, my thing is, he fuck around, stay up there now that Crawford said it. I'm going to send you that five, too, though. I'm going to bell ring. But uh, Nam was like, damn, like, I think when Crawford's saying that, he fuck around and be like, I ain't even going to come back down to 154. Like even though. But it's not your time. Even though. I think he going to lose to Canelo. So it's like, if you lose, you still going to stay up there. You got all the belts at 54. Like, Not all you know of them. I mean? He going to have three. He going to have three. Oh, yeah. Damn. He'll still he be the strip, ring, right? though. He'll still be the ring. Oh, okay. He just will lose the WBO. And he'll still have the IBF, the WBA, and the WBC, and the ring belt. He still yeah. will be the man yeah, in the damn. division until he get beat. Yeah. See? Yeah, and... and Boots, I ain't, Boots got like damn near 30 fights and he just, he just really starting to get like out there. I'm surprised. Like he been with Showtime all the time? Nah, 
Nah, but that's the thing. That's why people need to stop saying he not ready. It's like he got 30 fights. Cut, let him off the leash. Listen, uh, at this yeah, point, true, like, we got to treat Crawford like everybody else, man. He's either fight him or vacate, man. Nah, we ain't doing that now. We ain't doing I mean, that now, Listen, baby. listen, listen, listen. Let's be real. I'm not mad at Crawford, but he hasn't mentioned no fights where he need them belts. Like, he said the only right, fight right, I'm right, staying at 47 for is Tank. So, like, the Tank fight don't need them belts. But, but all right, it definitely don't need the IBF. They could do the ring and every other belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. He don't really need them belts. Like everything he's saying outside of tank is Charlo, Canelo. Fuck, what else he mentioned? That's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, they is at yeah. Them dudes is at one fifty four. Then the rematch were and Earl, Earl at fifty four. So it's my you might as well let them belts go. Let Boots do his thing. Let the Boots era you, begin. You, you, I don't know. Al might Al might pull his boy. You know he owe him a favor. Why, Keith? Why? He might, I don't know. He might tell Bud, look here, man, look, look, look. You want to hold on to these belts, you don't want to get them out. You might have to go against Keith. I you mean, but then, but, then, but then you talking about a bigger fight because Keith already did 600,000 pay-per-views with Pac. They got, they got that footage mm. of Keith with Pac. They got Keith's mouthpiece. I'm not saying for, I, I wanted to be clear to Boots fans because I don't want them coming at me. I'm afraid of Boots fans. Listen. Look, look, I'm not saying I hear you, but I'm not saying Crawford shouldn't fight Boots. I'm saying Crawford probably not going to fight Boots, so just vacate. He ain't afraid. He just got bigger fish to fry with bigger pay-per-view numbers to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. But I'm going to go ahead and let you go. But you was right, bro. It's the money that makes shit get ugly. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't know. I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see if Brad man right because he said, well, you know, Tank made forty. Now he gonna be okay making twenty. I don't know. I don't know because I was going I was going to debate like him time. on that and remind him that you know when Floyd started making that 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 twenty five, he kept, he went to thirty two, and when he started making that thirty two with Showtime per fight. That shit changed the 47 with, with Canelo. So we got to stop. Like, when you making all this money, you looking for the way to make way more money. And, and, and if anybody came up under a Floyd, it was Tank. So it's like, bruh, I mean, I mean, they just dropped some shit, some behind the scenes Baltimore shit. Tank on motorcycles and he doing donuts in the in the Lamborghini. Like, you need money for that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? You like them toys. Need these big fights. He bought the the big the big uh, condo right before. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta you in a different tax bracket. You spending way more bread, and uh, those are the big fights. Those are the big big fights. But I got a couple suit chats here. We got Black Ice 0805. Welcome to that prospect level. Crane Enterprises. You make the stage a third of the field, and the rest of the field becomes pit seats and standing room only. Okay, so he's either talking about for the baseball field for Crawford or the rumored tank stadium fight and how could you get 80000 in allegiance. We got Demo $5 says, Ness cut everybody off except Dan. 
ha-ha-ha-ha-ha emojis. Got bread man like, wait now, listen, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, three rolling on the floor. I, I, don't, I don't cut people off. That's just part of my interview style. It's like conversation. We flowing in a convo, bro. Demo back with another $5. He said, Breadman saying special fighter is like Floyd saying hell of a fighter. Laughing out loud with tears. Low nose boxing, $2. Coach Steven gave y'all a real education. What, honey? Yeah, man. I mean, and look, and I don't mind that. We all know I'm not a historian, and that's the that's the one thing about Botrek. It's an amazing tool, but if you ain't lived through that moment, you know, you could lose some shit on Boxrack. So it looks like I got a $5 from Ride a Kid, but it don't say nothing. So Ride a Kid, I don't know who you are and what this is for. I feel like it could have been for a counterpunch, but you feel me? You put nothing there whatsoever. Um, Discord is open, ladies and gentlemen, and so is Twitter Spaces. Jay Will in Ohio, what up? Jay Will. J Max era. Okay, Jay Will's there. What up? What up? What up? Yo. Yeah, let's go, J Max era. This guy's out here playing games. Nah, hey, uh, shout out. Hey, great interview, man. Birdman just became my best. Him and Virgil, I always like their breakdown. I like actually when they did that little show. Um, when they had him, Birdman, Virgil, Cal Brook, and uh Sean Porter on there. Uh always liked his mind, loved how he uh broke things down, how he break things down. I think he really a talented trainer, he just need to get the certain special fighter. Uh but I love his breakdown. Um he brought up a good few points. I agree with him with Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns, man. You talking about Tommy Hearns' chin, but you ain't seen Tommy Hearns. And yes, Tommy Hearns fought before me as well, but I did back, went back and did my research. That'd have been a tough fight for Crawford, Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns was a fighter. He was the hitman Hearns, and he can box as well. And he had one of the best jabs to me ever, one of the best jabs ever in a sport. Uh, yeah, he went in there, took some tough losses. I think it was uh, Iron Broccoli. Tudor Leonard, uh, Marvin Hagler, and I forget the other guy name that he lost to. But uh, that Tommy Hearns was definitely like a legend, especially at 147. That would have been a hard fight. And I'm a big fan of Crawford. I just I don't know if Crawford could have. That would have been a big dude throwing some heat at him, too. And they'd have been able to fight as well, too, because Tommy Hearns was about throwing that, throwing that hot shit, too. Sugar Ray Leonard, I would edge him a little bit only due to the fact of his all-around talent, his size, his ferociousness, and his ability to box. But, I mean, that'll be an interesting fight. Uh, Crawford moving up fighting Canelo. I'm going to edge it up towards Crawford, too. I do think Crawford will take advantage of Canelo's slow feet and Canelo ability, uh, slowing down slightly and what have you. And I will have Crawford outboxing him, saying keeping him at the end of his punches as well, too. So, uh, I don't know how the fight will go. I definitely don't think he would stop him, but I got Crawford. And if I go over Ness, just build me. Uh, Deron Boots Ennis. I'm for Crawford fighting him. 
I just don't think Crawford is going to fight him at this point in time in his career. He's 35, making 36 in September. I think he's chasing, uh, like I heard people talking, he's talking that money right now. I think he's chasing the big fights. I think he's going to try to get the Canelo Charlo winner or get the Charlo winner. Move up, may fight oh boy in Australia so he can line himself up for the Charlo. I don't know how it's going to go. I just think Crawford is making moves like that, and I don't think Boots is in it. I still have him beating the dog shit out of Boots if they do fight. I just think his levels of t- the two. I think Boots is a really talented fight. He's just supremely athletic. I don't think he has the mental mindset or uh, uh, fortitude or just the thought process to beat and outbox a Crawford. I think he'll get stopped as well, too. he leave his feet too much when he throws punches. Uh, you may feel like it's your you, time. But you brought up another time. point of Clarissa Shield early on the show. Clarissa Shields is 28. Yo, can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. All right. Clarissa Shields is 28. Crawford is 35. So you saying fighting Shadeja, Clarissa Shields still young, got a lot to prove, and still trying to find her marquee name and her big pay-per-view and get her success. Even though she is the top woman fighter, she's still fighting for that, trying to got a point to prove. A very competitive fighter. Crawford, the same thing, except Arrow kind of gave him that overnight success, and he got a lot of buzz off it, and I think he just had a second half of his career where he can easily miss a, a boost in this and look past him. I mean, what was all the talking points? Y'all did it hit anything else? Nah, you you um you know it's oh my last point with the uh with him in the tank breakdown, bruh. I would like tank to move up and get beat and knocked out because y'all know I'm the biggest tank hater here. I'm a fan too at the same time. I would love to see tank get knocked out, but I do agree and like I told you. Tank, they will wreck him. That will ruin his career. Tank don't should not be in the ring fighting no Terrence Crawford when he got unfinished business with names that he can still make millions of dollars with at 135 or around 140 because he got big enough names to do that. Moving up and fighting Terrence Crawford would be career suicide because Crawford will kill him. All that sitting around, trapping, waiting on one punch. Okay. That's what a lot of people are saying. Tank's power, Tank's power. Now y'all sound like Errol Spence. Errol Spence size, Errol Spence size. But hold on. Tank is a better uh, puncher than Errol Spence and how he picks his punches. I do agree with you before you say the skill set. But you put a smaller man in there depending on and wait on a bigger man who has a jab advantage, who has good enough feet, and who can who's smart enough and keep him at the end of his punches. That's a nightmare that I don't think Tank would ever want to be in, especially at the fights he got around him, y'all will be setting Tank up to get fucking destroyed. And that's all that's going to so, happen. So y'all giving him a... Just to be giving clear, him a punch's chance. Go ahead. No, Go because, ahead, you know, the question that the author has is, is Terrence afraid of boots? Because, you, uh-huh. you know, Terrence... He, he makes the case that Terrence is always for his mandatory. No, he's not afraid of boots. We can't, we can't act like we can't... Uh, catch on to things like clearly we understand where Crawford is and what he's trying to do and move on like if he want to move on from fighting Boots because Boots is his mandatory that don't mean he's afraid of Boots he's just moving another direction he got a multitude of ways that he can move over with his career and you even said it you think uh, at this point Bud is going to go after the bigger names I mean he's saying he's getting close to that age where he's not planning on fighting no more 
and what have you. So, but he fight boots. But he fight boots or not, bro? Like, I still don't think he had nothing to prove with boots. Champ, appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Going out to some more callers. Phone lines are open. 425-569-5241. Press 1. Make sure to press 1 one time. 41. Uh, Y'all thoughts on the topic matter. I do want to uh say Ness. What do you want to say? You know, uh, we have a lot of listeners. A lot from Cali, and I want to make sure and just going back to Cali. You know, make Cali. sure everybody good. You know, with the hurricane Hillary and shit. You know, semi. Yo, we got hella rain over here because of that. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up with all this rain? Like, yeah. now Friday night, I told you I had my power went out for like eight hours. Damn. I thought you was living in, like, Ridgeville, Henderson and shit. What the fuck that got to do with Power weather, shouldn't go bro. out for the rich, man. That's crazy. Nah, I got R-R. I got R-R-T boxing. What they saying? With Mr. A, $5. He said, without a KO, Canelo can't throw a three-piece after five rounds. Huh? Am I just reading that wrong? I know. Easy work. Crawford, possibly 12th round knockout. Hardeen. Oh, they picking Crawford in that Canelo fight. Emoji. The face of emoji smoking in the clouds of Hardeen. Madbet, $105 super chat says, daily dose of Tankwill. Tank stops, bud. Y'all gonna say he was 36. Bud and Boots need to fight. Give Ennis his shot. Damn, yo, that would be crazy if he, you know what I mean? If he, that, like, yo, if that's the excuse, like, yo, he stood in the way too long. He was thirty six. You imagine, yo, fucking, crazy. fucking, fucking tank, yo. Oh, well, you know, Mad Ben, that's his guy. I know he loves tank. That's his guy. He loves, he loves it, tanke. Jay Will in Ohio, you should lie low. Yeah. Smash that like button. Hey, Shout out to C Dub. I don't know why I just thought because I've never. I got RRT with boxing with Mr. A. Dos pesos. Viva la Nebraska. <laughs> Hashtag hard up, Face of smoke in the clouds. What up? What up? What up, man? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, um, good interview with Brett, man. It was dope, man. Um, he's always real insightful with his breakdowns. You know, he kind of gives it to it. Gives it to us, so even like uh, a casual can kind of get where he's coming from. I, I kind of like how he breaks this stuff down. Um, but yeah, to the topic, there's no way anybody can see that or anybody can say Bud is scared of boots, man. It just it just doesn't make sense career wise, money wise, and you know Bud has earned he's earned the right to you know pick the fights he want to pick, and you know the fights that he's wanting to pick are still. Super challenging fights, you know, something that we want from the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. So, um, nah, man, there's no way you can say he's scared of boots. Um, the one thing I did find kind of amazing, though, was that I've been ever since Bud B. Spence, I've been saying, yeah, he could beat Canelo even before Shakur did. And for Brad, man, to say he picks Crawford, you know, by a 12 round decision, man, you know, I was I was kind of shocked because, you know, I thought I was on the island by myself with that belief. But um. Yeah, man. I think the only people who's trying to throw boots up in front of Bud is either uh, Errol Spence fans who want somebody to get the lit back for Errol or Canelo fans who's trying to keep Canelo witness protection, bro, because they see it. 
They see that Bud possesses the same kind of skills that, you know, that gives Canelo problems. And they don't want Canelo to uh, possibly to get exposed as a fraud. Not a fraud, but, you know, get exposed by Bud, a smaller man. Um, so, yeah, man, I think those are the only people that don't want to see Bud versus Canelo. Um, and, and that's really it, man. I just think that uh, going into that fight, there's really nothing that Canelo can do better than Bud besides power. Um, and just be the bigger man, and that's it. So, and I also think Canelo should want to get his pound for pound crown back. Um, if he beats Bud, and he beats Bud in a decisive fashion, he gets his number one pound for pound crown back, and you know he can go off into the sunset, uh, reclaim, reclaiming the throne. So, it's a lot of different angles you can look at it, and I just think if you don't want Bud versus Canelo, you got some ulterior motives, man. That's my call. All right, all right, all right. I got a counterpunch from Rob in North Carolina. North Carolina. What up? What up? Yo. What's good? Yeah, what's good, man? Appreciate you, champ. Yeah, man. On 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 the on the thing with Boots, man. Uh, I, I get it, Boots. You know he. Hold on. First of all. Wasn't Keith Thurman next in line that was supposed to fight Earl Spence? Like, wasn't he Earl Spence mandatory? For the WBC, last? yeah. So, should ain't be the mandatory first in line for Crawford for, for those belts? Man, we you know that's a whole political uh, thing. Uh, we don't know how that's going. He lose his spot. Like, okay. I, I mean, I just feel like, man, Crawford made 10, $10 million for Avenesia, $20 plus million for Spence. I don't see him going to try to make five or six million to fight Boots. I'm saying like Boots, Boots just he just haven't been get like and he really should blame PBC because now y'all want to try to get the fight with Crawford, but y'all y'all been had them them all them fighters over there for years. Y'all could have been got Boots a quality fight. Why y'all ain't trying to get Boots in there with Keith Thurman to try to get his name out there first or something? Like I just think like. You're trying to let boot. I mean, eye-wise, yeah, he looked good, but I still feel like you're trying to push him to skip the line and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like get him in there with some, some even a, even a top welterweight. You ain't even let him fight none of the top welterweights over there yet. And you're trying to get Crawford to fight him. Like, nah, I don't think Crawford even owes that to PVC to get to give them the opportunity. Like at at those four belts, like Earl Spence, you can get your rematch. Outside of that, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he got to drop the belts and let and let Boots fight, whoever he got to fight for him, do that. I don't think he ducking Boots, though, but it's just Boots really don't got nothing to offer. And with 31 fights, shit, you got to blame his promoters for not being big enough to fight Crawford at this moment right now. But um, one more thing, kind of off subject, I wanted to talk on, too, because, man, uh, I know you was getting that Floyd Mayweather last week. But, man, he... He, him saying Earl Spence for, should be at 160, I, I see what he kind of saying a little bit because Earl Spence did start at 154 when he started off his career, right? Then he moved down. Like, so probably at this point in his career, he probably should be at 160 fighting. But at the same time, I feel like he was trying to take some some, some credit away from Crawford. And I hate and shit he said about anyway, about he needed to take drug testing and all that. Like, let's not forget back in, like, 2018 – when Tank got put out of the the rankings for the who was the WBC I think because he refused to take a a, a a random drug test like people like Floyd needed to not forget that his one of his own fighters did that shit and wasn't 
uh, refused to take the fucking drug test and got kicked out the rankings. We need to stop fucking hating on Crawford and, and everybody that got shit going on right now. But outside of that, I just want to say Crawford ain't ducking, man. He just, he just got bigger like fish to fry. It is what it is. But it's not your time. Alright, Rob. Uh, yo, you could get your free call if you want it. Like right now. You got anything else? Nah, ain't good. Go ahead. You rock out. I'm still I'm still here. I come back. You come back to me. Alright. We got CYP. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yo, yo. <laughs> I noticed that uh this uh Roberto Duran thing is growing. Yes, it's growing. Just like the Chavez thing grew. I noticed that a lot of boxers are just boxing. A lot of coaches are just coaching, but the story and stuff is different. Like CYP Discovery just been on his on his discovery, just been on his motherfucking discovery. And I came up with a few things that, that are all facts. You know, I don't make nothing up to damn nobody. But since the time that Durant got his bill at one thirty five, till he went to one forty seven, this this is what happened in between that. The fighters that he fought had a total of hundred and ninety fucking losses. Those guys that he fought from the time he got the bill till the time he fought to the time he fought my man uh 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 Leonard. 190 total losses. Only one of them dudes was a Hall of Famer. Seven of them dudes had double-digit losses. That's 34 fights for moving up. Now, he fought three Hall of Famers before, before 160. That's Leonard, Benitez, and Buchanan. He beat Buchanan, beat Leonard, lost to Leonard, and then lost to Benitez. So then he moves up and fights more Hall of Famers, loses them too. So when people keep saying, be great, be like Roberto Duran tank, be like Roberto Duran tank, no, 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 you don't want to be like him. Because he's known for being a great loser. Don't fucking be like Roberto Duran. You have to take a lot of losses to a whole bunch of good dudes from here on out. Now, if y'all think I'm full of shit, y'all just think I'm hating. Danny or anybody else, go to the resumes of my man Duran at 135. Go to the resume for Tank at 135. Put, them, put the two resumes next to each other. Take Tank and, and Dirk Duran out of it like they do in college football. Team A, Team B. Look at the dude and you tell me who the fuck is best? Who is better at that weight? No, then add in Devin Haney to that list at 135. Then tell me who is better at that list. No, no, no. Then add in Garcia. You can add in multiple dudes at 135, and you will realize Roberto Duran is one of the most overrated boxers of all time. It's not just my opinion. If you look that up, if you type that in, there are lots of people who have been saying that for years. That Roberto Duran and Mike Tyson are two of the most overrated boxers of all time. Their presence and toughness is what gets them rated. You could be a great fighter. But last time I checked, you great because you win. We letting dudes get away with losing. Last thing I'm going to say, when Deontay Wilder had his run at the WBC, all them, all them, all them times he, he defended, y'all called them dudes bums. But when we look at the Rams resume and look at all the times he defended, he was legendary. Moment of silence. Killing hypocrites. CYP out. Shout out to three-time caller of the year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. CYP. Voted by the community. Voted by the community. Baccarelli. Baccarelli. What up? Ock, I see you in the queue, Ock, from Sweet Scientist, man. I know you know about Duran. You going to let this man talk about Duran that way? Go ahead, Bach. Yeah, what's good? What's good? Um, 
to comment on the whole Crawford situation with Boots, of course he's not afraid. I don't, I don't really think anybody at this level is really afraid. But more importantly, I think we got to, like, put things in perspective. I do agree Crawford is looking for the bread at this current point in time. But this particular time, he's also daring to be great. And it's seldom when, you know, the money fight is also the most competitive fight. If you look back um, earlier this year, Tank fought Ryan. That was a big money fight, but I'm sure we all agree that him fighting Shakur or Devin would have been more competitive. But in on the contrary, in this particular case, though the fight with Boots would be competitive, I think moving up 21 pounds to fight either a Charlo who just beat a Canelo or to fight Canelo who's pound for pound on every fucking uh uh on every and on anybody who's ranking is a huge challenge. I got Crawford winning, but you could say that Crawford is an underdog. He's jumping up 21 pounds to fight either of those people. He's either going to fight a Charlo who just beat a Canelo, moving up two weight classes, or he's fighting Canelo who's been up at 68 this whole time. So for me, you can't be scared or ducking if the alternative of what niggas want you to do is more challenging than the shit that niggas want you to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's all out of the question. It's a big money fight, of course. Both of those fights are bigger than the Boots fight. But in my opinion, both of those fights are more challenging than the Boots fight. And that's not only that's not only factoring in, you know, the fight between the two fighters, but also the big jump in weight. No one has ever done Oh, I'm not going to say no one. I'm not sure. But at this level, can we think of anyone who's ever jumped up this many weight classes to try to attempt to do what he's doing? And also the implication of being three-time undisputed. I mean, Crawford isn't only chasing bread, he's chasing legacy. The reason why he don't, the reason, the only reason why he not talking about the 54 shit is because they about to strip um one of uh, Charlo's belts at 54. So he don't give a fuck about that shit no more. He took, he's, he's now saying, oh, okay, I'll go find you wherever you got four belts at because he also want to be three-time undisputed. You see what I'm saying? So it's a lot of shit going on. And, I, and most importantly, I think Crawford really only wants to fight one more time. I don't think he wants to keep fighting. I think, like, when he was when, when I was watching the Rogan interview, he was talking about, oh, yeah, you see what I'm saying? I'll do that, and then I'll ride off into the sunset. So, in my opinion, that's just my assumption, though. I don't know for sure, but in my opinion, it feels as though he has one more in him. He doesn't want to waste that on Boots. Not saying that Boots isn't worthy. I'm not one of those people who says resume this, resume that, because I'm a big Crawford fan, and that's what they were saying to me, so I don't want to be a hypocrite. I think just as Crawford said, he's talented enough to get in the ring and he's a mandatory, so he deserves the fight. But Crawford is chasing bigger, better things. That's my call. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you, champ. Appreciate you. Who we got on you the line? Feel like it's your time. I mean, but it's not your time. We got hella people. We going out to Barrow City E. What up? Yeah.
is because we're still waiting for that dog. I mean, he's making it look too easy, man. It's not that we want him to lose. We just want to see that real dog war. Like, even, you know, Earl did all the heavy lifting. Yeah, I mean, and I ain't giving Earl more Yeah, I still calling it heavy lifting on his side of the street. Like, that's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's in-house. In-house always going to make sense. Yeah, I mean, listen, I get what you're saying. The fights was easier to make, but I'm just talking about strictly the fight themselves in a whole. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, the tough fight with Porter, tough fight with Brooks. You know what I mean? Like, those are some rough, tough fights, man. You know what I mean? You just got to call it what it is. I don't, we just want to see him in a fight like that. But in Crawford defense, the man didn't earn the right to do whatever the fuck he want to do. As long as he's fighting a big name to make him some money or either a real threat, it's really no wrong way that he can go about it. He could do anything he want to do right now. So I'm not mad at any decision. You know what I mean? But if you can't get the Canelo fight, if you don't really view Thurman as the money fight that you want to grab and you can't get tank ass in the ring, I mean, you, you're left with two options. you left with Tizou. you left with Tizou. Maybe, I mean, there's no reason to fight Danny right now. He don't got shit. you left with Tizou, or you can, you know, just make one, one undisputed defense against goddamn Boots. I believe that raises profile even more. He he take out a young lion like Boots, and if you was gonna get him now, was the perfect time to get him. But you know, to answer the main question, I don't believe I don't believe Bud's scared of nobody. Motherfucker, a quiet assassin, man. You can't play with Bud, man. And I, right now, I'm really favor him over Boots. But I think you know, resume not resume wise, resume resume wise or name building wise, man, he beat the hell out of Boots. I believe it keep I keep I believe it keep propelling him in the stardom like he already going. I believe I, I swear that's what I think, man. But that's my call, man. I'm gonna keep up with the show. All right, bro. Appreciate it. You may feel like it's your time. You ain't why but you ain't sent him the link? But he sent me the link. I'm about to send him the link. Jump all day. What is it? It's Rose. Uh, who we got? We got Nino. What up? Yo, Ness, Danny, you can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, man, I just tuned in last call, so I ain't really heard too much, but I hope it ain't been no callers in here talking about Bud scared of this nigga Boots, man. But, uh, like the last caller just said, man, he he earned the right to do what he want to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's um, it's pretty much like with everybody, dog. When you beat somebody, it's always the next man up. So um, y'all know how this shit go, man. If he beat Boots, they'll be like, shit, fight Virgil or fight Stan Jonas or something, bro. It's always going to be somebody else. But um, if I was Bud, I wouldn't worry about Boots right now. Boots still got to, you feel me, get his name a little bigger. Uh, a little bigger. Pretty much how they doing David Benavidez, dog. Like, shit, little bro just got to wait his time right now. I'm on some money shit. And, um... What I expect uh, Crawford to do, I expect him to go right back in there with Spence. I think Spence is going to activate that rematch, and uh, they're going to get back in there. I think that's Spence's biggest money fight. And uh, I think they're going to run that back. And then after that, shit, it depends on what Charlo do. Because uh, I really want Charlo to win, but I don't think he's going to be able to do that to Canelo, though. I think Canelo just going to be too big, too strong for him. 
So uh, I could possibly see him and Charlo fighting at 60, maybe. I don't see Charlo coming back down to 54, though. But it's a whole lot of shit going on. I heard him talk about he'll go up to 68 to fight Canelo. Like, Crawford trying to get that bag. You know what I mean? And I don't blame him. He's like 36 years old. So, shit, you ain't got too many more years left. It ain't like he's going to be fighting until he's 45. So, shit, I see him. Like, if he do fight Boots, it'll probably be the last one. You feel me? When Boots move up. But he ain't big enough right now. And I don't think Crawford's scared of him because we just see what he did to Spence. So, it ain't no big deal about it, but like I said, Boots just got to get his name a little bigger. You know what I mean? He's still fighting in front of like 5,000 people or what, however big the venue was. So shit, it is what it is. And um, I don't know, man. Like I just said, bro, Boots, I mean, uh, Bud, he earned the right to do what he want to do. So shit, shouldn't nobody be calling in here, be like, he ducking the young bull or he's scared. That's why he's moving up. It ain't none of that, bro. He's just on a money mission right now and shit. It's the business side of it. And um, with Boots, he just got to keep doing what he was doing. You feel me? He can go up to 54 to try to cross somebody off and get that match with Crawford if he really wants to. But I think he going to chill at 47 for a minute. But that's all I got, man. I'm out of here. All right. All right, champ. Appreciate you. Yeah, I don't think uh, going nowhere no time soon. Ronnie, what up, Arizona? Good morning, good morning, guys. How you doing today, man? Straight. Morning, How are you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. The, the rain's pulling things down, man, but it's still human as a motherfucker out here. I heard you guys are getting it pretty bad out there. Hell yeah, it was human all day yesterday, a non-stop fucking rain. Every time it stopped, it started again. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's how we have, we have like a straight, um, it, we haven't got really heavy rain, but it's been a straight sprinkle non-stop. Um... We had rain. To the, Sprinkle. The, that's crazy. We had rain. Yeah, rain. yeah I'm, I'm, I think the, my pool's almost I think videos of that shit out there. Damn. But, yeah, in regards to, to Terrence being scared, nah. Come on, man. He just he just he's been calling out the boogeyman of the division for how long now? Because uh, Errol Spence was the boogeyman of the division. Um, he was the man in the division, and you know, Terrence has been gunning for him since he since he was moving up. Um, I don't think these boxers are really afraid of anybody, man. I've heard a lot of traders go over it, you know, time and time again. Like, you know, everyone says they're ducking, they're scared, they're ducking, they're scared. But a lot of times it's not the, the, the fighter themselves ducking. You know, and Terrence's defense right now, he can fight whoever he wants. And if he does avoid somebody, it's his prerogative because he's at that point now where he doesn't, he don't got to take a boot to end this fight. You know what I'm saying? He's looking for big fights, just legacy fights to end his career out. Um... And, yeah, I seen that he said he's going to go up and face the winner. But he ain't saying, oh, he's, I'm sure he's hoping that Jermau wins. And, you know, he could fight Jermau at 168 for all them Nah, bouts. champ. He was specific that um, he wants to fight Canelo if Canelo wins. And he, he broke it down. Like, nah, you got to watch the Joe Rogan interview. He he, he definitely said he, wa- he would love to fight Canelo because he is specifically Canelo so that he could be three-time undisputed. Because you can't be three-time undisputed with Charlo. Charlo would have to win. If, well, so yeah, that's I thought what he I'm said saying. I want the winner. I didn't, I didn't yeah. think I heard him say he wanted Canelo. I thought he said I want the winner out of Canelo and Charlo. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm sure he, he's okay. I mean, in his head, yeah, Canelo's going to be a bigger money fight. But I think um, Charlo would be a more realistic fight for him. Canelo's been at that weight for a while, man. I think that's why I don't think Charlo's going to win. Yeah, I don't know, but you're saying the, that you're the, the you're fight. saying that you think he's hoping Charlo wins, though. 
And I don't know that I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think he would rather fight Charlo. Why? I just, I just think that's who he don't like. He's already said I don't, I don't like this oh, dude. I want to look at okay. that. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't know, you know. I didn't know what angle you were coming from. Yeah, no, no. He, he, he don't like him. He wants to fight him, and if he can get the the undisputed championship at 168, that's three times undisputed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's an all-around goal for him. But you know, he, he wants either one of them. Canelo's going to be a big payday, of course. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what everybody wants. But uh, yeah, that's my call. We're all tuning in later on, man. You guys have a good one. Appreciate you guys. Make sure everyone's hitting that thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you guys subscribe. Like it's your I think that's what assuming Charlo win. I think it's all about the winner and him accomplishing three-time undisputed mm-hmm. more than anything. Madbet 100. Uh, let me do RR Team Box from Mr. A. Two dollars says, Viva Nebraska, hashtag Hardeen, face in a cloud of Hardeen smoke. We got Madbet 105 Super Chat says, Morning Nest T. Same tea Valdez drinks. Bud won't fight Canelo. Jamel stepping on Saul. Doubt it, but I am rooting for Charlo. I was picking him at first, and now I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, now I want Canelo to win because the Bud fight is just bigger. I know in a weird, a weird world, people are gonna say no. Charlo's equally as big because you know, you know they got the, that moment. In nah, the ring, but it's know, still though. Canelo. Yeah, it's Canelo. We got stiff jab, $5. Bud stops a slow, exhausted Canelo. Late ninth, late ninth round. Punch combination. That man is on a mission. All right. Keep it moving. $2. Crawford going to retire Thurman. Police car alert. Speaking head with the ear emoji, we got uh, Treese with the counterpunch yep. cutting the line. What up? Toledo in the building. It's fight week. What up? You know what the fuck going on, man. Yes, sir. Damn, it's Jared. On? Oh, my God. It's Jared. Yo, that's crazy. I ain't even start your yeah, bell, but- bro. You know. You know what I'm going to say. I ain't even going to say it because they like to call me a hater. You know what I'm going to say. You know, you know what, what you I'm gonna say. Get the Talk fuck out of here, you man! You what you say? You really gonna make me say it? Talk your shit. This show show. Talk your shit. Say it. I need to hear it. I want to hear it. Come out. Go ahead. I ain't I even. even I'm, I'm just asking. Where's the buzz? Oh, okay. That shit crept up on us, oh. bro. How my man get a oh, fight okay. I mean, that quick? He got a turnaround that nobody even like. What the fuck, man? I'm, you got to remember, though, Ness. They you got to remember. Balls you fight, you, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody talking about Usyk shit either, though. They ain't nobody balls talking about that shit either, though. We fight don't now, nobody we fight talk about Usyk. We ain't talking about, about, talkin about Usyk either. Don't you nobody, bro, don't nobody ever talk about Usyk. That's why he never got the Fury fight, man. That's why he was getting a 30% split, because don't nobody know who the fuck Usyk is. It don't matter what he did to AJ. Andy did it and took all the luster out of that. Usyk ain't get no popularity from that shit. He got a great character and personality, but it, you know, he needs yeah, a big stage. He got a character and he got three belts, and he done moved up. It's like you got to look. He done moved. He moving up. From, he done moved up from cruiserweight. He got Bruh, three or four belts. Don't I mean, nobody care That's about, talk about Usyk. I'm trying to tell you. You're trying to compare Usyk <laughs> to Jared to to help Jared. You know, with an excuse that he ain't got no buzz on this fight right now. 
He need a little no, bit of buzz. No, it ain't about the buzz, champ. This, like you say, this quick turnaround. This is a quick turnaround, champ. What you say? This quick turnaround. This ain't this ain't the fight that nobody need to be buzzed about. Y'all know what the fuck going on. We gonna do what we, we fighting? To do this fight. And we uh, who the fuck? Ro- Rodenko. Rodenko. I don't even know the fuck. I don't, I don't see anybody fight once. Who the fuck did he fight? I can't remember who the fuck he fought. I seen anybody fight one time. I don't, it's, it, like you say, quick turnaround fight. Wow. You supposed to do what we supposed to do. You Take going? Him out the game. Is you going? Next fight. Next fight. Is get, you going? Next fight. We get a Joe Joyce. Is you next going? Fight, is you going? Like Joe Joyce or something like is that. Is you going? What do you say? Is you going? I, I ain't gonna make it. I ain't gonna make it. Mm. I ain't gonna make it. I'm gonna be tuned in though. I'm, mm. I ain't gonna make that. I'm gonna be tuned in though. I'm gonna be tuned in like a motherfucker though. But that ain't what I caught in about though, Ness. What I caught in about. Y'all talking about Terrence Crawford and y'all talking about. Canelo, y'all talking about all this money shit. Fuck it. If it's money on the flow, if it's money that we're talking about, fuck it. Let's bring Pacquiao out. Fuck it. For who? Pacquiao Crawford. Fuck it. Fuck it. Niggas, y'all talking money shit. Y'all talking legacy. Don't that give him both? Fuck Mm-mm. it. Why not bring Pacquiao? They don't like give him both. Pacquiao they don't give him no both, man. What are you talking about? What are you talking what about, you man? Mean? Yo, Danny. Let, why you ain't telling me the weed was that good legacy? out there? If you fight, why you ain't telling me that? I would have been covering fights in Toledo if I knew the weed was this good. My man said Crawford fighting Pacquiao is legacy and money. Bruh, come it's on, leg- man. It's not going to bring in a check? Is that, bring a, is that check. not a name on his resume? It's going to bring some sort of check. I don't know how big a check. I don't know that that shit is a guaranteed $10 million. Man, come on, man. I feel I'm like dead ass, time, I feel like man. a motherfucker don't want to see it. I'm dead ass. Who going who gonna pay Pacquiao twenty five million and and, and and guarantee Crawford ten? Crawford, first of all, he ain't taking ten. But that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, who paying for that fight? <laughs> Politics. How many pay per views is that, Danny? How many pay per views? Cause last we heard PBC had to give Pacquiao twenty five million. So they gotta give him twenty five. What did Pacquiao? What did Pacquiao? What did Pacquiao make? What did Pacquiao Ubis make? Bruh, what did that we going off twenty five, and then let's just say ten for Crawford. Let's say Crawford want to be a a nice guy to Al. That's thirty five million. How many pay per views is that? The low end. What's that? That's uh, that's definitely over two hundred and twenty five. Cause I've done that math a lot, and two twenty five somewhere around twenty two. So so do it backwards. How many? Do it backwards. Thirty five million dollars. And remember, they gotta give a percentage to the to the to the man. You know what I'm saying? And how much? Eighty. Ain't getting no. Ain't nobody paying eighty five for that shit. I heard y'all talking about ho ho. I heard y'all talking about venue. Four thirty seven. Yo, you heard that shit? You heard that shit? That shit won't sell in Vegas. Bro, you out here wild for respect right now. He said Crawford, I think, I think Pacquiao. I think he said Crawford, Pacquiao in the Legion Stadium. I think the, the problem, Trees, hear me, Trees, Trees. Look, I think the problem with that fight that the people willing to pay it won't bring it to aren't people in America. So, so. Saudi up. Yeah, I mean, Yo, Middle East. Trees out here wild. <laughs> That ain't wild. I'm just saying, y'all talking money shit. Y'all throwing names out here. Y'all want him, y'all move, y'all got him moving up three divisions. I think I'm it's saying, wild. Fuck it, let's bring out your I, old I man mean, out of retirement. I mean, I mean, older motherfuckers fight. I mean, that's fucked up. Y'all rather, y'all rather bring Pacquiao out of retirement to fight Crawford to 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 to, to put him in, in, in a wheelchair or something. And, and, and when I say Tank, who 28 years old in the prime of his career, y'all don't get behind me. But you wanna, you want a 40 year old dude. 
to come out I want of retirement and fight. I want a proven, I want a proven fighter who's cleared out a couple, who's cleared out multiple divisions before yo, to just come out of retirement. Yo, is his clock on? Him, he can't be going. He can't. You gotta make sure his clock on, man. What is it off? You ain't never put it on. I don't think. Oh, you lying? Make sure. Make sure. Oh man, cause I know he talking crazy. That's why God gave you all that extra time. No, like, he talking crazy. I put in a card. Oh yeah, y'all know I pay. We put in a card point. Mhm, mhm. You still talking crazy? I feel like it ain't crazy. All I'm saying is y'all talking money shit. Trees, Pacquiao, Trees, Trees, Trees. Y'all putting him in Allegiant Stadium. Trees. I don't see how him Trees. and Pacquiao in Allegiant not going to share. Trees, Trees, tell, tell Danny the last time Pacquiao fought. What, what year was it? What month? What was it? That was tw- it was 2022. He fought Uga. It was two years ago yesterday. So that make it not yeah. 2022. So well, that 20, make 20, you wrong. 2021, I was a year off. That make you wrong. 2021. That make you wrong. I was wrong. How old is Pacquiao? I was wrong. Trivia, trivia, how old is Pacquiao? What I want to say, what, 47, 46, 46, 47? Mm. How old was George Foreman when he won a world title? He was 47, wasn't he? Hell no. Bernard Hopkins fought at, Bernard Hopkins was just fighting at 50, man. I mean, he was fighting at what you want from, I'm saying. Tech, you act like Pacquiao not in that. I'm just trying to put some money in my man's pocket. It's, it's a money fight. It's oh a big name. Fight. Uh, you you, you would put in like I, know that, in the back. I know that's the pack you running running sell more than boots. Free call. This would sell more than boots. That's what I'm gonna say. You running it? You running it back to back? Fuck you, running back to back. Fuck you, man. All on. Hey, and by the way, well, since we, we gonna change out of that, since y'all not supporting, we gonna I'm gonna change out of that. Shout out to Brad, man. I like how he answered uh, that that Danny question that that slap shit. That was Danny. That was silly. You ain't, <laughs> why? You, why you hate? Why you ask that man? I'm not hating. Why you ask that man to compare this? That was, come on, man. That was wild. You actually talking about compared to three slaps. That was out of control. But shit, man. What I'm saying is, though, the Pacquiao shit makes sense. And by the way, what, y'all talking about Boots? Ain't Stanionis supposed to be next up? Wasn't that what your man uh, Raphael was saying? That's what Stanionis was saying. That's what Stanionis was saying. We don't know, man. You know, that's a political game game. Well, shit. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I just want uh, real shit. I want to see Boots and Sandy Otis fight, and then the winner of that to get Bud. If Bud down for that, if, if he if he stay at one forty seven for the winner of that, I feel like that's how that should go. But um, man, August twenty sixth, the real big baby Jared Anderson, Tulsa, Oklahoma, ESPN Plus, man. Y'all know what the fuck going on, man. Y'all be cool, man. Shout out Toledo, Ohio. Shout out TBV, man. And that idea is not crazy with the Pacquiao and Crawford. I'm just saying. Word. Be cool. They need to do better. But uh, what we got here? What we got here? That. LV, what up? LV Slugger, what up? What it do? Not to be confused with C-Dub ever again. It's LV. LV. No. Oh, shit. No LV. People's champ. People's champ champ. Yo, that's my audio. Strat. 
Yo, y'all like how we put boots in the in the Freddy Cougar boogeyman outfit and shit? LOL. Y'all like that? Y'all like that? My man said LOL. Why he hung up? We we totally said we heard him. LV. 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 TBV. We fellas. hear you. We hear you, fellas. What up? Yeah, 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 man. We here. What we talking boots? Talking boots, ain't it? We talking boots yeah, and man. is Crawford afraid? Yeah, there's no way. No way we just see what Bud just did. And we really about to sit up here and really think Bud is afraid of boots, man. Come on, man. Boots the same one that went 12 with Karen, man. Come on, man. Nobody's scared of no boots. We all know what it is, man. Bud then got to this position, and he he want the big money fights, the big paydays, legacy. You know, what's the legacy in defending your mando? You know what I'm saying? He been defending his mando his whole time at, uh, at welterweight, and he was getting criticized for it. Now he become undisputed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to defend mandos, and you already – Got a contract in play. You know, we got the rematch in play. So we got to see what Ariel talking about first before we can even talk about a boots. You know what I mean? And then he, he got legacy in hand. You know, he, he want the Canelo Charlo uh, winner. I feel like that adds on to his legacy rather than defending his man, though, against a boots who, you know what I'm saying, really ain't just got that back and like that. You know what I mean? I, I know uh, boots supposed to be signed with Showtime rather than up on the aisle. So, I expect uh, Espinosa to say exactly that, you know, with him being the uh, guy that's running Showtime, his fighter boots, you know what I'm saying, up under, up under his network. Of course, he would want him to get the uh, shot at Undisputed so all them belts can, you know, if he was to be successful, could stay on Showtime. But, uh, yeah, no way I'm running with Bud is, is scared of, of boots, man. Come on, man. We just seen what, what, what Bud just did. And like I said before, he's been defending his mandos of welterweight the whole time, and he's been getting criticized for it. It's not until now he's definitely getting his just due. So, I mean, I'm all, I know he's all about legacy, and I'm pretty sure he won his money with it. You know what I mean? So let's see what Errol talking about with the rematch, and then we can really see exactly where we go from here. But I'm, I'm never going to say Bud is, is scared of nobody in this sport, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just feel like you, you see his interviews, you see what he's on. There's no way you can just get – Scared of nobody with him. It's not your time. Yeah, man. That's your call. Yeah, that's Appreciate you. Um, I just want to screen share this real quick, just so y'all know. I had the guy wrong. I used to say Crawford vacated instead of fighting Regis at 140 when he undisputed, but it was Lipinets. My bad. Shout out to the community, man. We appreciate you. So this the same thing that could happen again. Danny Crawford could vacate the IBF just like he vacated the IBF when he undisputed at 40 and Lipinets fought for the vacant. So now Jerron can do the same. So, you know, that's where we at. We got Jay Billy. What it do? You? You say he got a lot to say? Nah, I think he said two seconds. Yes, sir. Shout out Ness, shout out Danny putting in that motherfucking work. 
You know what we doing out here? Yeah, but uh, if if it's one thing, I know Crawford ain't scared. You feel me? We seen that he ain't scary taking on any fight. But we can't act like we can't say, oh, we just saw what Crawford did with Spence. Of course, he ain't scared of Jerron. Jerron a different beast than Spence. You feel me? Are we all in agreement on that? Like, y'all feel like Jerron's skill set is on par with Spence, or do you feel like it's a different animal coming with Jerron? I mean, I feel Spence was proven, man. You yeah. know. All right, let's talk about that eye test, though. Let's let's get to that eye test. Fuck proven. Fuck who you fought. Let's talk about skill sets. I ain't never seen Spence fifty-two block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fifty-two block. <laughs> I ain't never seen Spence do no fifty-two block. Jerron, we seen that. We seen combinations. We seen hand speed. You know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna cause problems with with Crawford. We didn't see those things coming from Spence. Even after Boots fought Via, me and my boy was talking about even before the Spence and uh, Crawford fight, like Jerron will handle Spence. After I saw that Via fight, I was like, yo, Spence better like if, if he don't if he don't stay uh if he don't move up, he better stay away from Jerron. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think I think. Jerron got Spence's number two. Spence, that's that's still my dude. You know what I'm saying? He will forever be my dude. You know what I'm saying? But he's still a little bit too basic for guys like that, like Jerron. He, he, he forever your dude. You just moved on to the new dude, Jerron. Nah, no, nah, I've been I've been Jerron. I've been Philly 2017, bro. We we've been rocking with Jerron. You know what I'm saying? Since he was a prospect. So you just gotta know. You gotta know your fighters, though. I'm not gonna cap. I'm not going to cap and say just because I've been rocking with Spence, I'm not seeing what I'm seeing from Jerron and don't think he can take over Spence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even at, even at 154 where Spence is comfortable, I don't feel like he got it for Jerron. You know what I'm saying? Like certain fighters, he can he can impose his will on, but other fighters with the hand speed, combinations, you know, the movement, they give Spence a problem. You know what I'm saying? So we can't act like, Jerron. So you basically Jerron saying a, Thurman. You basically saying Thurman, and that's why he never fought Thurman. Bro, hey, yo, you giving me something to think about right now. That's, no, no, that's you gave me. Right you, you the one said that. Hey, hey well, that, that, that's equal on both ends because that could be something. That could most definitely be something because Thurman had that movement. Thurman had that power. So you may feel me like it's your turn. We'll see. But it's but not your time, champ. Jay Billy, appreciate you, man. Um, we got a $2 cash app from my man Mike Hicks. He said, yo, who won the WBC raffle? That We ain't do it because I ain't do no show yesterday, but we're going to do it today. But first, we're going to do the glove. So, um, The Albert Bell glove, Yes, right? yes. We're going to do the Albert Bell glove first. So you got a couple seconds if you want to participate in that. If not, we will be doing the Albert Bell and the WBC at the end of the show. C-Dub, what up? C-Dub. C-Dub, what up? Brandon, what up? Cincinnati. Brandon. But I'm doing it. Can you hear me? We hear you. People's champ. What up? I can't hear y'all. I'm having some kind of connection issue. Hold on real quick, guy. We hear you fine. We hear you fine. You might as well just talk. You don't want to talk to us anyway. (laughs) All right. Ain't that the point? 
Hey, man, come back to me, man. I'm, I got to fix my shit. Come back to me. Shit. Coming back to C Dub. If he avail. Oh, what was he? Right, on? right there. Yeah, that one. All right. Like right. C Dub. Yep, yep, yep. Yo, yo. There yo, yo, how the audio? Straight. Straight this time. This was up, man. Shout out TBV. Shout out. Shout out Nick. Green Wall, smash that like button. It's free. Do something with yourself. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. People just want to be in this sport all their life and not realize these warriors, man. They get in there. They risk their lives from the beginning, from day one, even when they sparring. Like, so who's scared? Like, they just they just have to realize that and let this sentiment go that their favorite fighter, favorite fighter is not a fanager. When it's time, you're going to become a fanager. You're, just, you're going to be the strategic. That's just what it is. When Devin... It's not fighting Tank. You can say he's scared, but he's just picking Regis. Regis is a champion, just as dangerous. Got that pop, could knock his head off. You know, I want to see it. So, you know, it's it's just you pick your shots, you call your shots when you're at the top of the mountain. 90 when you're the, seconds. When you're, when you, when instead of being the honey, now, I mean, you're the hunter, but now you're the honey. So it's different. You know, Treese was right. I agree with him. Peck is a great fight for Bud. It only increases the profile, fighting a legend. And for legacy, Peck and say Ugas was a late replacement. The casuals will believe it. <laughs> and he could still use Keith win. He could still use Keith because people thought Keith was better than Ugas anyway. You know, so you could say style style made fights. I don't know why you think he's not going to sell 400,000. I'm not sure. But Pacquiao versus Crawford would sell 400K. Easy. Easy. There's no hands down. Delusional. There's, there's no art. <laughs> there's no, there's no. I, I think you forget how many casuals out here. I mean, here. even if it it's, sell for hundred thousand, it actually don't make it no legacy fight. Like he was trying to. Sell. I think you forget how many casuals. We hardcores, man, but y'all forgetting for about the casuals. Brother, even if it sell for hundred, it don't make it a legacy fight. Like shit he ain't was no selling legacy it. fight. It ain't legacy. That shit, mom okay. spaghetti. Eight time, eight time, eight time world, eight time champion. I mean, eight division champ, right? Or oh, seven division. Some people say eight division is a lie. Seven division champ on your record, and that ain't for legacy. Come on, man, y'all got to stop this. What else? Uh, what else? But what, what's better? Last, what's better for Bud for legacy? Last time, last time he was, uh, he was in the headlines was for coming in like seventh place in the presidential running. Who? What's the next best the thing? I ain't even know he was still fighting, bro. These dudes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's, yo, what's the next best the thing? The funny thing what's is that he said, he said, "Yo, fans become fanages when it suits them, and that's what you doing. That suit will, it fits you." Hey, what's the next best thing before I go? What's the next best thing for him? Then? We we know his fights, man. Tank Davis at forty-seven. Jamel Charlo Canelo winner. And, you know, if they going to give him the bag for boots, he going to stick around. But he said out his mouth, the only fight he doing at 47 is 10. So they going to have to give him some tank-like money to keep him at 47 to fight boots. That's all I'm looking at it. I just showed you the article. You may feel like it's your time. But it ain't your but time. But it's not your time. I showed you the article where he vacated and didn't fight Lippin yet. So it's like, if he ain't fight Lippin yet, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like Boots is way bigger than Lippin yet's ever been. But how ironic is it that Boots' common opponent is Lippin yet? You feel me? That's the biggest name on yeah, his resume. Like, 
Villa amongst us hardcores might be the best fight, but the biggest name is former world champ Sergey Lipinets. I got keeping moving boxes two dollars. He said I'm blessed. Yeah, like Brona, bless that girl on Cash App. What? Salute, salute. We got Brandon. What up? Enough today. Brandon, what up? Brandon in Cincinnati. What's the word? Brandon in Cincy. He got all types of connectivity issues. All right, we're doing the cash. We're doing the uh, the raffle. First one up is the Albert Bell glove. So right now, we're going to be screen sharing the live spinning wheel. Here we go. This is the live spinning wheel with the names. We're zooming in, and it's off. It's off. We've spun it. Oh, I got to minimize myself. Excuse me. Bring that down. Who won? Damian, Damian Benitez. That's Benitez. Benitez boxing. That's not to be confused with James, James Benitez. Benitez. This is Benitez boxing. Uh, we'll do the other one on the second show because obviously I got to delete all these. Actually, 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 I just learned that there is a faster way of doing that. So let's see. And then we here and then we go here yes yes no the fast way it's uh it's totally available to um just copy paste Mm. so here we go this is the wbc raffle so the first one's benitez boxing wbc raffles going out to javon matt so I hope you're not mad that you won, Javon, because you won. All right. And let me just double check that. Yep. Javon mad. So hit me up. Winners, uh, DM me with your full name and mailing address the way that it needs to be on the package, and we'll ship that out to you uh, midweek. Catch me on the next one. That's GTO Instagram. And, oh, what up, General Camino? We was about to leave. You got lucky. Oh, Ness, you thought. You got lucky, bro. He got lucky, bro. Yo, Ness Danny was good. Sensational. Chileando. Word. That's what's up. I don't even really got too much I want to speak on the topic. I just want to say, yo, y'all got 16. We got what? Damn near 1,700 votes on the poll and only 300 likes. If you on Twitter spaces, log off, go over to YouTube, like the video, come back real quick. That's it. Let's go. All right. My God, appreciate you. Appreciate the People's support. People's Champ Discord trying you for the 30 Yo, mi- 35th million. I think time. I got we I think got I got it, gang. I think I'm good. How you, good. Can you hear me? We do. Yeah, I hear y'all too now. I don't know. I'm on this jogging trail. I had to find a decent spot and just stop for a second. But um, I want to give a shout out to Bread Man. Great boxing mind. I, I value... Um, I don't value most people that call in this show's boxing opinion. Um, other than my back call brothers, I, I think a lot of guys that call in this show are goofballs and don't know much about the sport. So Breadman is a breath of fresh air, very knowledgeable guy. He sounded a lot like me as far as the eye test. I've always said um, I'd go with eye tests over skills because I know what I'm looking at. And you guys go, I mean, eye test over resume, I'm sorry. 
because I know what I'm looking at. I value eyes over resume. And I think a lot of you casual guys value resume over your eyes because you don't know what you're really looking at. And Breadman seemed to agree with me on that. Um, shout out to Jay Billy. Jay Billy, young, great boxing man that's been calling in. Keep up the good work. You're going to get my vote for rookie of the year. You keep at it. Same thing. He said, let's talk about that eye test because he know what he's looking at. But as far as boots um, and bud, that you had to mix in Tank and Bud. One of my favorite movies Ness is Baby Boy. I think it's probably one of the most iconic movies of my generation. And that was a scene when Baby Boy and his homie went to the park to, you know, slide on some little young niggas that I think jumped Jody or whatever, jumped Tyrese. And one by one, Jody was whooping their ass, punching them and shit. And then they even took their belt off and whooped one of them little niggas with a belt. Well, I mean, and that's he what wasn't, a fight was. He wasn't technically whooping the ass. They was pointing a gun at him. They wasn't allowed to fight back. He was just getting to get free yeah. shots. Yeah, then he took off his belt and whooped one of them little niggas with the belt. Gave him a thorough ass whooping. And that's what I think a fight with Bud and Tank and a fight with Bud and Boots would look like. Them dudes is kids, man. Bud is a grown man. Them dudes is the equivalent to children to Bud, you know? So... I mean, if they want to make it happen, make it happen. But I know the outcome. It's going to be a grown man just bullying a couple of kids. He's going to beat the dog piss out of both of them. Neither one of them is ready. They're not. Now, they want to do it, do it. I'm all for it. I bought Kell Brook. I mean, I bought fucking you may feel like it's your Amir time. Khan. So. But it's not your time. It ain't your time no more. That is the time, though. We up out of here. Catch us on the next one. That'll be 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 6 o'clock Central. 6 p.m. Central. Ness GTO, Ringwalk, Danny, the Boxing Boys. Arriva Dirt. Bye.